Hello, hello. Oh, he's eating. Are you eating a cupcake? Oh, uh-oh. Hey, do you ever do improv? No. You sure? Know who your yeah. friends are? I know who my friends are? Yeah. Yeah. All right, ask your question. I don't I don't have a I don't have a question. Colton and I have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> How many times do I gotta talk about this with all these kids? Spencer, you should be anyway. worried about your money. You should be worried everyone should be worried about Pluggo right now. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Scott Colton and I <laughs> I want nothing to do with him. How how many times anyway. did you have to watch that to memorize to memorize that? Be honest with me. Twice. Twice, okay. That's fair. That's a fair answer. I was expecting worse. It would have taken me more than twice, for the record. It would have taken me more than twice. All right, well, Pluggo just wanted an excuse to eat a damn cupcake. That's really all he was looking for, was just an excuse to eat a cupcake. Um, But as I was going to say, hello, hello, hello. It's Thursday night. It's 8 p.m. You know what that means. It's between two beards. Pluggo, excellent way to start the show. (laughs) <laughs> and then Lawrence says he was, Lawrence says he was going to do that bit on Halloween. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> we're doing Bastard 69. Thank you for the – you can get that beautiful – Let's get it out of the way. We, we are. have a lot of time. We don't. We got something huge off the jump. You might have seen on Twitter, we said we were going to have a special guest to join the show. I know the picture was very vi- – Hey! There he me. is. <laughs> The legend Mr. Warren Hayes blowing Spencer's budget. He's ripping his hair out right now. He's about to go all ace steel on us. Uh, Spencer is? Spencer will, yeah. yeah, yeah Sp- I'm but getting Spencer- a chair thrown at my face tomorrow morning. No, no, That's no, but he's going to go ace steel. But you know you know when you don't bite? You know you know like a, you know, and you just sort of like place your teeth on something and just <laughs> that's what spencer's gonna Gummer, do yeah. spencer can't get violent i don't believe spencer can get yeah, violent i mean, I mean oh, if anybody was gonna see it it would be it would be us by now hey i want to say i want to yeah i just want to say hi to your wife <laughs> uh, talking about my wife <laughs> listen i'm old a gummer. i'm tired a gummer, i work yeah. with a bunch of kids Violence is forever, though. Uh, that's what he's saying. Violence is forever. Violence is forever. You know, Great we figured, team, by the way. we, we reached out to Warren a little earlier. We said, you know, it's a real slow week. Real yeah, slow week. Not much to talk about. Yeah. We got to fill some time. Yeah. And we said, hey, if you're available, you know, before you go live at nine, I'd love to have you on. I'm scrambling for, for topics. The history I don't know. of wrestling tough, is tough what we're week. here to talk about. Well, did you know that traditionally judo mats were made of woven rice straw? Really? Yeah. No. Wow. I did not know that. I did not know that. Yeah. I wonder, did you did you like the idea of them switching to the canvas style material we know today for professional? Actually, today or? PVC rubber nitrate is uh, or crosslink poly uh, polyethylene. That's what most wrestling mats are made of currently today. Wow. No joke though. No joke. Do do, do you know that? And this is this is how the legend go that. Um, wrestling rings in wwf at the time started to get um they 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 started adding more padding to them 
once Vince started taking bumps in the ring. Did you did you guys know oh, this? Oh, I did not know I that. Did not yeah. know that. Wow. When Vince when Vince started getting into the angle with uh, with Stone Cold and he started bumping, he was like, "Fuck this shit. Uh, we're adding more padding on the ring." Yeah. Yeah. Now the table. That, table's that makes sense when you think about, "Oh, we got a Kool-Aid man in the chat saying CM bum." All right. Well, <laughs> you know? Something All happened. Right. Uh, Why don't we just dive right in that we got you, Warren? <laughs> I'm intrigued on your thoughts, JPJ's thoughts. My, it, this is the wildest thing I've seen in how like, how many years? Is it, like this is crazy, right? It's got to be. This is about this is this is as exciting as when the rumors of AEW starting up. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. as far as everyone hanging on to the news cycle. Monday was wild. Monday was crazy because you know everything yeah. started. Was it? Uh, no, Tuesday. Excuse me. Tuesday was wild. You know, because then every everyone was. You know, there were uh, talking about. You know, Tony. You know, you know all the uh, all the, the the news sites were sort of letting us know that shit was going down. CM mm -hmm. Punk had a meeting with Tony, and then we we're getting word of the suspensions, and then everyone was like hanging on to the. To, to the news cycle like yep. for dear life making sure that everything's okay and, and it's just wild to me it's just yeah. wild. like I, I it's been a while since it's been this crazy and exciting and i think honestly i think it goes back to uh i don't even think vince retiring was no this. i think yeah i agree um, i agree uh and have guy thanks for popping in the chat appreciate you uh being here yeah no i I can't remember a story like this in a long time. And I've been watching wrestling for a long time. And it's been a while. And it's just crazy the way it all You know what, what the effervescence kind of reminds me of? The outsiders. Back yeah. in, that, that's that's the only thing that I have like a like a, a, a comparison of just like, shit, you don't understand what's going on. This is wild. It's just flipping yeah. your worldview kind of thing. You're just... Every, you know, the walls are crumbling. You're seeing so much things happening behind. I think we go back to, to the outsiders, to Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Mm. I really do. Yeah. Well, I know that everybody's like, is this a work? This is a shoot. What is this? There's no way this is no, a this work. Is, this is oh, a, this, this isn't if a this work. Is a, if this no, is a no, work, no. then this is the worst no. thing they've ever no. done. No. No. I no. am a CM Punk supporter. Like, he is my favorite wrestler. I love the guy. But even I'm sitting there during that press scrum going, shut stop tony stop him like you gotta say wow. something he's burying your yeah like every company. the problem is and he made I, you look so bad yeah i think this is a situation where literally everyone looks bad everyone looks bad because tony looked bad just sitting there he's like yep. not doing anything he's just kind of like yeah you can tell a couple times he was wincing at a certain you know he's like oh like he, you could tell he didn't like the comments but he wasn't doing he wasn't going to say anything or interrupt mm -hmm. the guy and then they still go through this press con the rest of it, and he's there, so he's not even involved in what's going on. And you know, Jericho kind of <laughs> comes out there and is like, "Yo, man, there's shit going on." That's so I, uh, and that's I think, yeah, Spencer behind the behind the glass there. Yeah, I think you're right. Like everyone is praising Jericho, like he's the only one that's getting like some good. Like, oh well, he saw what was going on, and he's a pro, so he walked out there and he knew he had to kind of diffuse things by just kind of doing his performance there and that's you know that's what he did but like in general like we should have been coming out of this weekend as wrestling fans of like hey man that was a pretty good weekend of wrestling like i thought clash at the castle was good i really enjoyed when worlds collide the, the in-ring i thought all out while some of the booking decisions were questionable i thought all in all it was a good show 
And then within 24 hours, really, it's nobody's talking about any of the wrestling that happened this past weekend, which was one of the bigger wrestling weekends we've had in a long time. Everyone's just like, what the hell? What, what the hell happened? There was a fight. People are biting people, throwing bucks. chairs. Like, what bucks. is going on here? It was wild. And Absolutely they gave it wild. away for free. Um, the scrum outshadowed the return of Samoa Joe, the like, return everything. of JF, the acclaim. Put all the scrites. Yeah. All the scrums, $9.99 on fight moving forward. That's right? that, that's that's what they you could. want. And people they will could. pay it because they'll be like, it's about to go down. <laughs> Unbelievable. And now um, yep. you get to Dynamite last night, and your four of your brand new crown champions are vacated see you later not going to be around i would they i don't think they announced how long the suspensions were for kenny and the bucks but they're suspended they still haven't announced what's going on with punk and now the report is he's real Have big they, time but hurt. they haven't even announced we're all speculating here we're these are all reports there's nothing I official they still haven't come out. out and said it we don't know who's suspended yeah. we don't know who's gone we don't know who's fired we don't know for how long we just yeah. know they weren't there and everyone got stripped if only if the only the only thing that I think we can glean from all of this is if we're stripping everyone of their titles, that means people are going to be gone for a while. Yeah, you know, that that's what I'm assuming at this yeah. point. I would or think- or it's just Tony outright going, you know, delivering punishment. Yeah, this right? is your punishment, which is which is fair as well. Because because honestly, the go ahead. Sorry, I was to say if you're the Bucks and Omega you are going to be held to a higher standard because of the EVP title. Yeah. So they're obviously they're, he's going to punish them. Even if they, the, their side of the story was the right side of the story. They were super nice about it. Walked in and got well, ambushed. I mean, it's a side of the story. Look, here's the thing. It's oh. like, you know, you end up in middle school, you go to the principal's yeah. office, you're sitting yeah. there and he said, he threw the basketball at my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, he kicked me in the shins before. So it's like, no one looks good in this. Like, no, 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 no. Uh, you know, regardless of whatever sides are coming out, at least, you know, there's a thing that I really appreciate is that, um, you know, Dave and Sean, who are reporting mostly on, on this, they're both saying we're getting this from the elite side. We're getting yeah. this from yeah. punk side. So at least, you know, you're not like, OK, at least we know wh- where the news is coming from. So, of course, the elite side is going to be like. Gee Willikers, we just walked in. We just wanted, we just wanted to have a little chitty chat, and, and you know, and then Punk started swinging, and by golly, geez, we had to save the puppy. That's yeah. all we wanted to do was <laughs> save the puppy. That's why Kenny was, was there, just to save Larry. We were, we were gonna do he, trust falls. He got a Pepsi twist on the brain, and he just went nuts. What are you gonna do? Oh, you know, it's like um, that. That's that. You know, that's what the news cycle is right now. But the, you know. I, I think the suspensions, whatever they had turned out to be, I think it's standard procedure. If they're, you know, at least I think in any co- company that's doing an, an internal investigation, you suspend, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, the people out. who are involved in this, you know, uh, anyone who touched hands, you know, people are like, why the fuck was Pat Buck involved in this? Why is, you know, yeah, Christopher uh, Daniel. Brandon Cutler? Yeah. You know, it's like, well, maybe if they're in the melee and they're trying to pull people apart and they're pushing people apart at some point, you know, it's like the one thing that's, that's there though is that their vp of legal affairs was there apparently yeah, yeah. And i, I mean i'm pretty sure she didn't get involved no no <laughs> i mean I maybe, she did. maybe she <laughs> did maybe she's like i'm sick of this shit what if the report comes out tomorrow that she was the one that threw the chair yeah, but, I mean, there you go <laughs> the but i mean she, like 
she was there. She probably saw a whole bunch of stuff and oh, probably her testimony is going to have incredible amounts of weight and all of this. So, um, look, it's, it, it's been, it, it, it's been just some wild, wild stuff. Um, but you know, here's what I, you know, cause we've all been talking about the same thing and I'm going to be doing it in, yeah. in about an hour or so over on youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. Um, I think there's a couple of things that we're not talking enough about, you know, throughout it all. I think, uh, you know, I feel this is going to sound weird, but I feel really, really, really bad for MJF mm-hmm. because he was about to come in, uh, you know, every sign pointed to him coming into the biggest program of his career. Yeah. Right. Coming back from the work shoot that they did. Whether it was, you know, whatever, whatever, it's turned into a work. It's fine yeah. now. Yeah. You know, whatever happened before. Um, coming in after that, showing back up at, at All Out to a huge reaction and clearly eyeballing the title. You And listen, you cannot tell me that after this show, it was not written explicitly on Tony Khan's notebook that the main event for the Arthur Ashe show was punk- Oh yeah, MJF three. There was n- that. That right. was your, that was your killer right there. And it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And not only is it not going to happen, but but CM Punk made damn sure that no one was talking about MJF. Yeah, no one was talking about his return, mm-hmm. which sucks because that was the biggest news of the weekend. Yes, it was. Up until that point. Mm-hmm. You know, be- you up leave before all, you that leave point, all out, it was like, karaoke oh, night in Cardiff. Yeah. Then MJF showing oh. up was the biggest was the biggest thing. We brought you yeah. to sing tonight, Warren. That's why we brought you to sing. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, I was looking gonna... forward for cupcakes. But that's one thing, right? So I got so one it's more. Like, I, I feel like MJF is a loser in this. Not, not you know, He's losing is what I'm trying yeah. to say. He, I he mean, lost. I mean, there is that camp that said he kind of did the same. Well, thing as I say, he did that to Wardlow at Double or Nothing. I know what, but what Punk did is like nuclear. Uh, yeah, different. I mean, we're we're, we're on a whole other level here. Yeah, we're on a complete just... other level. And you know what? I kind of think that the whole Wardlow thing was already set. I I'm look anyway. <laughs> another discussion for another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But but uh, it, it doesn't matter. Like ultimately, it doesn't matter. I still think it sucks because yes. it is and and and. Here's the thing is that then you have CM Punk. Like CM Punk has shown a lot of really, really bad colors, a lot of hypocrisy Mm -hmm. and a lot of things that he's saying. And one of the things that I feel that needs to be pointed out a lot more by people is him going around saying, and in that scrum saying, because Hangman Adam Page said a line to him that was off script, that he went into business for himself and Caught, you know, put at risk a million dollar match for the company or whatever. What yeah. the fuck do you think CM Punk right did right here? Yeah, exactly. See, I can guarantee that if CM Punk guarantee, look at me, but you know what? I, you, you guys, <laughs> yeah, know what I mean. yeah. CM Punk and MJF would have filled out every last seat mm-hmm. at the at oh. Arthur Ashe. Right now, there's like uh, I checked out Wrestle Wrestle Ticks. There's about five thousand tickets left. That's a substantial number. Yeah of tickets left at the stadium show. It, it had had that match happened, boom, couple and of days would have been, would've been gone. Biggest feud show probably in history since the open. Oh, oh yeah, it would have easily been the highest rated dynamite. Yeah, I didn't I didn't easily. I didn't understand that either. Plus like I'm looking back on all of the promos that have 
Punk has been involved with storyline wise, and what Hangman said is like not even the worst. No, like MJF said some terrible stuff. Kingston said some bad stuff, and that like maybe they went to Punk and said, "Hey, is it cool if I could say it?" Hangman didn't. I don't know, but it's very bizarre. And like it's it's the and and you know no disrespect to Hangman Page, who I adore, you know, Mm -hmm. but Hangman Page versus CM Punk was not like the big money match upon which the entire future of AEW was hinging. You know, yeah. like everyone saw CM Punk winning coming. Like, it's fine. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not yeah. that big a deal. But there, there is a substantial difference between Punk versus Page and Punk versus MJF. Punk versus MJF is a huge match. It's the mm-hmm. biggest one they have in their pocket. And look at what this guy did. He went and ruined it. He ruined it. He did. All right. But, and for what? Like, because you didn't like the way the Bucks handled some rumors? Like, you could have went to them. You're telling, that's the thing, too. He's telling us in this. Here's what I would have liked. Come talk to me if you've got a problem. Come yeah, and then they me. went to talk to him. And he go. started, according is, to one side, they went to talk to him. And he started throwing fists. Them. It's like, okay, hey, well, you just said, hey if guys, you have a problem, like, come see me. We're right here. We have a problem. I would like to know. I would like to know who the Bucks were talking to. That's the thing, you know. Yeah. That's ultimately because I think it's full of shit. Mm. I really think it's full of. I really think it's full of shit. Like I, I, I got to be careful here because there is some things that I know, and I just want to be careful. But I, a lot of the people who get who 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 source things to journalists are usually the same type of the the, the same people. Okay, Mm -hmm. it's not always the case. There are exceptions, but usually those who are very forthright with information. It's usually the same gaggle of folks. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you, I've never heard Kenny Omega talking to talking to the the, to to the news reporters like, you know, being a source. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Especially when it comes to uh, especially when it comes to uh, 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 um, well, you know, maybe Dave, but I've even so, like, I don't think that they feed all that much information. Yeah, I, I think, I think Punk just got paranoid. Mm-hmm. I think he just started flailing around, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's very. And now there's reports that he's hurt, and he could be out for a while. It's a big injury. This uh, some people are throwing out six to eight months. Nothing confirmed, obviously. Um, so maybe that added to everything. Maybe he knew he was hurt and then he's getting a little paranoid and he's tired and blah, blah, blah. That's this is the second big in like he came back a year ago. But he just something had what I wonder what happened from the second he walked off stage to that press scrum where he's like, I'm just gonna light this whole thing on. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally just sparking like, the fuse. That's because he I'm didn't it, like Hausman didn't even say anything and he was just like, Who are you with? Yeah, he was ready. He, 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 he was ready to. And then he was like, ready to tear into cold cabana. He did that yeah. half. He did that half baked like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out." Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what he did. He just yeah, like it was scorched went, earth. I was like, "What just happened?" Because again, I'm coming back to, you spend fifty dollars on all out. That's your marquee show of the year, and nothing has been spoken of that pay per view. It was all that like. 15 minute scrum and i'm sitting there like tony say something i i understand that he's got to like navigate a fine line but like shut that down like you just say scrum's over we're done 
and then you handle your business because he just made your entire company look secondary. And I hope, my hope is that there's some good that comes out of this. And Tony Khan understands now, like, hey, like, I gotta, I, set, I gotta set it, some boundaries. I gotta, I gotta set a precedent of like, hey, like, hey, this I, is a company here. This is a professional they, company. Because it's all I his money. All it's, no one, it's nobody else's money in the pot. It's just him. Yeah, and I think there's already good that's come out of it because last night's dynamite was excellent, very good, and yes. the, and the guys who had to step up stepped up, and uh, you know as much as I feel MJ, you know MJF came out and did his role perfectly, he did yep. exactly what he had to do. Mm-hmm. He had and me then, too. Look, he had, you had me. I thought well, he was course, gonna yes. be a face. I thought, but no, of course not, because then the real baby face comes out, and then he's like, "Nah, fuck you all, was, right?" Yeah, his yeah, exactly. came out. I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> you know what that message was? Is that look? This is Tony Khan saying these are the two guys who are going to put this company on their back right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. I'm putting them straight off the bat, and you've got this one. You've got MJF who's back, who's legitimately excited to be back. I would think. Yep. Then he's back doing his role, and then and then. Uh, 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 John Moxley, who just best wrestler in the world, in my who mind. just does everything, uh, who just does everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. So, and and yes, left uh, set aside his vacation, had to tell Renee, sweetie, honey, not just yet. Sorry, they need me. They need me now. Need I need me. to be there. But I, I did, I did enjoy last night. Them, I, I know everybody went in i know i watched it going what are they going to talk about how are they going to address this i i actually did enjoy the fact that they didn't mention it at all they brought up the tournament what do you do right what, like, what do you like the tournament or not so be it like i know I love, people work i love the tournament idea, i love but tournaments I know, and wrestling i'm awful but my point is like if you keep if you bring it up and you let you let caster do his rap about punk and you have mjf shoot all over punk in the bus you're basically saying we're still holding on to this holding on to this instead of going you know what, we're just going to move forward yeah, this is a black forward. eye let's just this is where this is day one in the new aew yeah you're you're clean you're cleaning out you're cleaning out the the dead tooth but l- l- let's wrap it up on this because I'm gonna have to go yes. do my own you thing. got that, that other show the big show I, I've got the other thing yeah I've got the B show I uh, <laughs> paid for the half hour. <laughs> <laughs> but but Plugo, like to your point, I, I, I agree with you. I like how they handle it, handled it. What would they have done otherwise? What like what what is the plan? Tony Khan comes out in front of tel- in television, you know, in front of everyone and says, I don't know, like, well, we had to fire CM Punk and uh Kenny Omega and the Bucks, like those people you really like, we have to strip them of the titles because they were very unprofessional. Mm-hmm. Like just it just sucks the energy out of the room. Yeah. What you want to do, you're still doing a television show in front of an audience and in front of a live audience too. You got to get them excited. You got to get them into it. That's what your focus is. Mm-hmm. Really, put out press releases that are triple verified by your legal department afterwards, so that everything is kosher, everything's cool and clean, and everyone is all right. But. Otherwise, there was the. I think the opposite would have just tanked the show. And then what? What do you think happens? Everyone hits to Twitter, and yeah. that's all they're talking about. They're not talking about how fantastic a match Hangman Page yeah. and Dan, Brian Danielson had. They're not going to talk about Garcia. how Daniel Garcia winning the pure title in his hometown. They're all going to talk about. Oh my God, CM Punk was fired. Yep. Yep. Oh, I mean, it was smart. Because there's so many people who got mad at that. I'm like. Well, what is this alternative better? And one last thing, last, last thing. I'm glad 
that he's, and there's probably legal reasons, don't get me wrong, but mm. I'm glad they're taking their time in announcing this. And I know it's counterproductive to everyone who lives on Twitter where you have to have a reaction and, a, and an apology and a statement like 65 minutes past the event. Otherwise, it's a complete PR failure, but it's not. Take your time, sit back, make sure that every, all your pieces are in place then come forward with an announcement. I don't care. It's not taking anything away from my enjoyment of AEW. I don't I think it's unprofessional. I think if we never hear about it, it's going to be weird and maybe a little unprofessional, but, uh, you know, not unlike what they used to do in the 80s. It's, it would be nice, a little transparency, I agree. But as it stands mm -hmm. right now, we'll just get all these ducks in a row because I, it, to me, it's just proof that this situation is extremely complicated. Yeah, it's true. They're, they're definitely taking their time figuring it out. And yeah, because they if they do release it, they know that they want to treat this like they are a professional company and that's what they mm -hmm. need to do because you've heard, and you know, it's not just this, there was fights weeks ago with Eddie Kingston and Gorilla. there's just been a lot of stuff going on the meeting behind the scenes that is making AEW make look like a not professional place to be. And this is a defining moment for them to kind of take their time, figure out what they're going to do and make kind of repair a lot of the, the damage if that makes sense so it makes absolute sense to me yeah warren thank you so much we know we got to get yeah. going so you can uh, prepare for your show in just a little bit always a pleasure to see you oh uh, th thank you so much for always sending me the little invites guys I oh really of course yeah it. thank you so much open. so plug your stuff let the people know that are here that can find you and then we'll get you on out of here at 9 p.m. Eastern, I do the Mr. Warren Hayes show. I record my podcast live over on youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes, and I'm pruning my eyebrows right now because I'm that's it. That's what you do. You, you have to take care of yourself. You have to look good. Um, youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. Come and join me. If you can't, the video on demand will be available uh, tomorrow, as will uh, the, uh, the audio podcast and your podcast feeds of all your favorite podcast applications and even the podcast applications that aren't your favorites have it as well uh and uh so uh, come along once these guys are done they usually pop in so we do you'd be more than welcome uh, to join us i'm yeah there's gonna be a lot to talk about tonight oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> history of wrestling Matt. history of wrestling tonight wrestling maps right. all of it but uh warren thank you again hopefully we will be chatting very very soon uh absolutely take it easy guys thank you again so much for the invitation absolutely love, see you later, warren thank you bye-bye all right that Warren was Hayes, Mr. Warren Hayes, baby. Mr. Warren Hayes, he, he giving us a treat. He just did an interview with uh, Tom Talks Rubbish. You guys should check that out, too. That's on YouTube as well. It was cool. Yep. Yeah, um, it was very cool. But, I, yeah, if you're in the comments or in the chat, let us know what you think. Keep them coming. I mean, that, that stuff is nuts, man. I mean, I'm telling you right now, like, I'm sitting here today, and I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think CM Punk ever wrestles again. That's where I, I'm leaning. That's where I I'm leaning. I, I think... Uh, that's where I'm leaning right now. I think, and again, I know nothing. I know nothing, obviously. Uh, but I think there is, if this is an, I think if this is an injury, which is being reported that he's going to be out for eight months. If you're him, you came back a year ago and you looked happy. Rumors were that you were happy for the first little bit. And then you became very unhappy. You became champion. You had a major injury, had to be out for a few months, came back, they made you champion again, and then you had an even more major injury. And now, you know, you're 46, for whatever, how old he is, 46, 47. 
Yeah. You've come back and now you have two major injuries in a year. You're like seven years off your body, you know, his body's not reacting well. Maybe he's, in, maybe he's injury prone. <laughs> may, who knows? I saw a stat today that he has had two AEW title reigns that have lasted all of five days. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. It's unfortunate I, because I, you a, know, I, and I don't, I don't subscribe to the, the root, the, 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 the camp that said you should have never brought him in. I think if you no, have course enough, not. you bring him in of and you hope and there's, and you hope for the best. Yeah, Obviously, shit went down as Orr was going down yeah. that he didn't like, and he knows that he's got the voice and the gravitas and the power to you know swing that stick and say, I don't like this shit, and I'm gonna just fire up. He went way too far on Sunday. Yep. I think I, I would have hoped, and of course, you know, we'll hear more and more as this years as, as years go on, we're gonna hear more and more rumors and stories, and this will be a dark side of the ring episode and all that shit. shit. I know. But I like know. I wish a go to Tony Khan or sit down with the Bucks and Omega and say, Hey, these are my frustrations. I'm trying to be a part of a business here. I yep. don't like the way things grow. Because we've noticed the trend, like you said it earlier, the fight with Kingston and Guevara. There's just these little things here and there that keep popping up in that backstage area. And I don't know. I mean, I hear, you know, you hear the podcast, you hear the rumors, you read the stories. So sometimes the bucks and Omega can be hard to deal with at times too. They're, you know, EVPs. They think, you know, cause I can tell you right now that if I was sitting there and I'm Kenny Omega and I'm the bucks and CM Punk lays waste to my company, this, my house, you know, I'm an EVP. I help build the ship. My name's in the title. I'd be pissed off too. I don't know if I'd just be like, we need to talk. I'd be like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I would too. I would too. I don't know, man. It is a crazy, crazy situation. And again, like you said, you say years from now, time is going to, we're going to start hearing things more and more. I think as the days, I just on. mean, you know how stories. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. This the, will be the, like legend. Urban be, le- yeah. The, a legend of story. You know, all of a sudden, you're gonna see people like you know Brandon Cutler being like, "I was kicking him in the balls." And it's like, yeah. yeah, you'll get that exclusive interview from Pat Buck in 2027, yeah, exactly. where he's like, "Oh, the tell-all of exactly. the brawl that went on, Pat Buck." Because I think it's funny yeah, how Punk he, posted he, a while ago about sticking with your fellow colleagues and having them. Yeah, I mean, look at here's the thing, and I know CM Punk looks terrible here. Like he looks. This is, it's just not, it's just not good. It's not good. There was no reason he should have said any of that shit, period. And, um, I know the Ecto guy had some thoughts on it. Should we let him, should we let the him Ecto guy up? did have some thoughts on should it. We let him, should we let him on, even though he, you know, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know, but I know he has some thoughts on it. Right. So, Go ahead. If you want to come on, I won't yell at Get you. Get out of here, Al. What are you doing? I'm just kidding. You I mean, yeah. Yeah, like, so this is all crap, right? This is all a very terrible situation. Mm-hmm. But there's really two groups. <laughs> I missed them. I got yeah. There are two groups of people who are really getting hurt by this. And that is, A, the fans. Because as an AEW fan... This, this kind of leaves a sour taste in my mouth. Like, yep. I want to watch, but with all this is going on, I'm not so much, you know, like, but of course, after last night, we ever, you know, I mean, everything was that, that episode was excellent yeah. last night. It was an excellent episode. The other people that could be potentially hurt in this is the talent. 
because let's imagine for whatever reason, you know, whether it'd been this whole fiasco or the next one, yep. AW folds. There's a, a ton of great talent yep. that now ha- doesn't have a job and they can't either go to WWE. They won't uh-huh. do this. They won't do that. They, you know, they won't get booked anywhere for whatever reason they, you know, that sucks. Yeah. And I, like, I feel, you know, I've been watching a lot of the Twitter scroll and listening to everything. And it's like, you know what, this, this hurts them as much as it hurts, you know, the people involved. Yeah. I would agree. I know know that there was the rumor that a lot of the talent didn't even want punk in the company. Didn't think Hmm. they needed him. Thought that they were fine, which I could, I could understand that. But again, as I adjust my seat here. You signed CM Punk. The WWE was willing to sign CM Punk yep. again. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you you got to shoot the shot. That's a that's one of those talents that you you got to try. Of course. Yeah. You got to take the shot. So yeah, of but course. I agree with you, Alex. It's rough for them and like there's you know, aside from like the like the majority of what happened, like, there were some great matches on this all out card. Oh, all out! I like the Eddie, Eddie Kingston versus Ishi. Incredible was. It was the smartest thing. If you're if you're a wrestler or a wrestling fan, the smartest thing that he did was when uh, you probably noticed that there was a botch during the match. Mm-hmm. Eddie sold it as it was an injury to yep. cover it up. Mm-hmm. As a wrestler, we're told to cover up our botches any way that we can. That was the smartest thing I've seen any wrestler ever do to cover a botch. And you know, the acclaimed was amazing. Um the the angle that they did with Christian and Jungle Boy was amazing, yeah. you know. So just that's my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, no, and I I think they're just I um there there have been reports and you know SRS is the guy, but he has said that he's talked to high ranking superstars in WWE that are like it's important for AEW to survive mm-hmm. and it's important for AEW to thrive for the wrestling business as a whole. And, you know, nobody wants, I mean, there's always obviously going to be fans that are insane that are like literally would be happy if AEW folded for whatever fucked up reason there are in their brains. Um, But the more, like you said, the more places there are for people to get jobs and work and stuff like that, the better wrestling is as a whole. Mm -hmm. AEW being good and being a good product makes WWE a better product and WWE raising their game makes AEW want to raise their game. And it's unfortunate that for whatever reason, whether it was, he was hurt, tired, paranoid, whatever the reason CM Punk sat down at that press conference and he laid out a pipe bomb and it was a very real for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Competition Um, is good. Competition is crucial. And CM Punk sat down at that table and he did a pipe bomb and it was a very real pipe bomb that has strong ramifications. Cause now you have, you know, whether he's injured or not, and he was going to miss time anyway. Now you, you lost your world champion and you lost your trios champions that you just crowned all two days prior at all out. And now on the fly, I think they did good. I think Tony, and we're going to dive into the actual wrestling that happened this weekend and some stuff too, because I do want to talk about the good that uh, was this weekend, because I thought this weekend was a good weekend of wrestling. I thought Raw was solid. Dynamite was excellent last night. We've had a we've been had a lucky five 
days of wrestling here or six days of wrestling. It's just this <laughs> fucking high school bullshit is what shadowed, overshadowed everything. And it's just like, okay. And I get it. It's exciting. It's like, holy shit. You know, I was streaming on Tuesday and I got people in my chat saying like, yo, rumor has it that CM Punk's going to get fired tonight. And I'm like, holy shit. What? He's the champion. Like, I understand what happened, but like, what? You know, it's crazy. And we still don't know. And we might never know, you or it might be a little you bit. Can't but... eviscer, you can't eviscerate a company like that. I mean, I yeah, you got to be held responsible. You have to be held like... responsible. I look at the... If there was a way, and there probably isn't going to be, but if there was a way that you could retain CM Punk and not lose the locker room to the point where they're like, well, if we keep him, fuck you, I'm out. If there's a way... You gotta try to 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 do that because it's what's even, best for I, business. I don't think so. But I you gotta side with the lock. If the locker room doesn't want him to be there, guess what? See you later. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't care how big you are. You're not bigger than. You're not bigger I, than him. I think. I mean, just, I think you gotta let him walk. To to an extent, I agree. Like you, you gotta have that, that mentality of like, hey, if you don't want to be here, then just go. See but, you later, man. You know, nobody's bigger. I mean, I hate that saying because that's yeah. what Vince used to say, and that's why they didn't build stars. Like nobody's bigger than the company. But like, no, when it comes to this type of shit, this type of stuff, mm -hmm. like I don't care. Yeah, you're a legend. People love you. You're CM Punk. I get it. I run shit here. This is my company. You don't talk bad about your coworkers. You don't talk bad about you know. If you have those gripes, we talk about that behind closed doors like fucking adults. Yeah. You don't pull this shit. If I at my shoot job, if one of my employees did this and started talking openly shit about other employees to the customers or whatnot, guess what? That mother no, he's he I'm he's getting at least repercussions. Repercussions. And that's what needs to happen here. And you know, how they get think, there is how they get there, whatever. I they, just don't they, see they how right. you I don't see how you reel it back in. The toothpaste only goes out of the tube, doesn't come back. So he, it's fair. He, he eviscerates the world on a scrum, and then you're going to tell me for you know whatever reason. You're there were other things he said in that too. Like obviously, people are focusing on, you know, the but stuff he, he said like, about the Bucks, the stuff he said about Hangman, on all that stuff. But he man. said, you know, the comments where he's like, "I'm I'm working with a bunch of kids here." Yeah. To me, that's a dig at MJF. That's a dig at Darby Allen, Guevara. That when you still when you say stuff like that, or he he referenced, I think the line was, he said like, "I'm running, I'm running the business here," or "I'm running, I got a show to run." Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't, I don't, no, no, no. The owner run. of the company yeah. is right fucking right next there. to you. When he said right that, next I don't you. think he, I don't think he meant that in a way of like, this is my company and I'm running it. I think he's saying, I look at the wrestling comp wrestling as a business. This is a business to me. It's a job. I'm running this, and I'm working with all these kids who don't want to, don't look at this like a business, and don't take the, you know, take it as serious to say he does. I think he misspoke there. I know everybody hung on that too. Well, so, not I to mean, go. Not to go into all conspiracy theory, but there was like rumor that he's been in Tony's ears since you know he got there, like well, telling him how be. to do you know everything. So he's there's CM a lot Punk. of like that, and, but but that's why like Hangman was like, I'm not only saving this AEW title from you, I'm yeah, saving I'm trying saving to save AEW from, from you. Yeah. So and that was the line that apparently CM Punk did not like. Yeah. That, so 
I don't know. Yeah, and I agree with Hab Guy. Like, I'm working with a bunch of kids, but I'm gonna sit up here and whine about it like a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's very well, and it like is. Warren Warren alluded to it too. What was the reason why he was? What's the what was the official reason why he was angry at Hangman? Because Hangman went into business for himself. Well, when Punk sat down at that press conference table, what the fuck did he do? Mm-hmm. He went into business for himself. He so went to you business did for himself. Exactly oh. what was the the basis. Of this whole fucking thing was one guy going into business for himself. That's why he was pissed. That's why he called out Hangman. That's why he almost quit. That's why all this stuff. And then you sit at that table after after they make you champion for the second time. You sit at that table and you do the exact damn same thing. And like we're not even friggin' child. And we're not even talking about the Bucks and Omega side of this. Like Tony sat there in that presser. And yeah, he winced a couple of times, but he was not took it. Thanks, and yeah. he took it. He yeah. didn't stand up for Kenny and um, the the Bucks. And if I'm Kenny and the Bucks, like that's more like if you lose Punk, that's that's going to sting a little bit. But your roster's yeah. so good that it, you'll be fine if you just start building off that roster like they did on Wednesday. But you have three EVPs that you just suspended, who. Whether you know whether they were right, wrong, this that you suspended them, that's out into the world. So it mm-hmm. looks like they're in trouble, which they are. How do you repair that? How do you repair that damage if you're Tony Khan? Because you just let this dude just just and if Exo guy, what you said about the punk being in Tony's ear this whole time, how do you fix that? It's like and it's like and then are you gonna let the Bucks and Omega walk too? Like if they walk when their contracts are up, like Cody did, that that stings. That's a sting too, because mm. this is their company. It's all yeah. elite wrestling. It's not all, you know. Uh, what, it boils down, what it boils down to is, you know, Tony needs to do the right thing for for the greater good for the majority, you know, uh, and let Punk go. You know, that, that, yeah, I think I think that's the decision. That's that I don't think he's gonna have to. I think Punk's just gonna go. Well, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if Punk, especially if he's injured now. The reports saying he's gonna be out six to eight months, like a torn bicep or tricep or something like that. Like, mm. if that's real, he's not gonna be around. So I wouldn't be surprised if he just kind of, I'm gonna go deal with this injury, and they never they never speak again. And I that's wonder how it. that conversation you know? went when he got home. Like what with AJ? Him and- with yeah, AJ, like what the hell like, are you doing? What the hell like are you when doing? I when I have like a shitty day at work, right? I come home and you know I vent to Mrs. Pluggo and I let her know and she, you know, we talk about it and she's always very supportive. But I wonder if like the wrestler mind of like AJ Lee was like, bro, <laughs> what did hope, you just what did you just do? <laughs> I hope the first thing she said was, "Is Larry okay?" Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, and according to the report, that's what CM Punk was there. I mean, that's what Kenny Omega was there for. God, hey, God Kenny Omega the was like, nope, I'm, the dog's freaking out. I'm taking God, the dog. God saved the queen. And then according to the report, Ace Steel just fucking bit him. Ah, bit him. Goddamn. Get bit. Ah. Imagine you're Kenny Omega. And if this Ooh. is true, again, one side, two side, it's all bullshit. But and, like, it's all going to be weaved in a way that makes one that makes the side look yeah whatever mm. but like if the report is true omega's there they he's he's not it was apparently the young bucks were the aggressors mm. they went in there and like not i don't mean the aggressors as in started i mean like yeah. kenny was more in the background like the bucks were the ones that were more upset about what happened yeah um, as they they probably should be 
Yeah. And they went in there, whatever happened, happened. And Omega literally saw the dog freaking out and was like, I need to protect this dog because this is getting violent and I don't want this dog to get hurt. So I'm going to take the dog out of here. And as as he's getting the dog out, Ace Steel just like freaking bites him. And Kenny must be like, what the fuck? What? And then, you know, he's got to get off me. You're biting me. You're 50. Can I ask a question? And I'm going to sound like an idiot. Maybe to some, who the hell is Ace Steel anyway? I don't know much about his wrestling career. He might have had some time in WCW, him. but I know he worked. I, I want to say he was involved with the WCW power plant at one point, Ace Steel. But he was also, he's been like CM Punk's trainer. He was CM Punk's mm. trainer, kind of. He he was he there a lot with of stuff for Ring of beginning. Honor. Yeah, yeah, like Ring of Honor, train, whatever. He was somewhere involved. I don't know much about him as a wrestler, but I know he was... Not, integral and see, like I think he me? trained CM Punk. When he knocked out Matt Jackson with a chair, or was it Nick? It was Nick. Apparently, got hit in the face with a chair. That either I heard, I've seen a report that said Punk threw it, but again, these are all just going to be. I we're just not going to know until the official. The the yeah. real question, you know. the real question I, I know some of the the female followers of this are are is uh, what does Kenny taste like? <laughs> That's what the you know. Total War creatine, bro. <laughs> I and, vi- and video games. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but it's, it's just like, and so this is like, and I and we Warren touched on it. We touched on it a little bit. So Wednesday they made no references to it. It was wonderful. They yeah, he said they, the thing at the beginning, and that the was it. Bucks and Omega, whether they were right or wrong, right? This is the other thing too. Since you have that EVP title, that's important here because it shifts the focus of like this wasn't just a wrestler on wrestler backstage brawl. This was upper management yes. fighting an employee. Yeah. That's where this shit gets weird. So the Bucks and Omega, when they come back and eventually they're going to have to make some amends and earn some oh, goodwill yeah. because also mm-hmm. that locker room saw that and goes, well, if I have any kind of disagreement. Yeah, if about, I have a disagreement with my bosses, the Bucks over so here, they're, they're going to come gonna fight me? me. Which I know Punk went, of course, he went to a, an 11 on yeah. his scale. But I'm just, if I'm Max Caster... And you get mad at me because of a line in a rap song that is clearly are we throwing in, down. Yeah, are we throwing down? Like, how are you going to repair that side of it? As the you should have, like, you should have known. Yeah, in that moment, he said, "Come talk to me. Come talk to me." And you did exactly what he wanted. You can't sit there and tell me as a man to man that you weren't pissed off when you did that and go, "All right, let's do it right now." Because who hasn't been in an argument or an altercation where it's like, "All right, you want to have it out? We'll do it right now," instead of like. Why don't we wait till tomorrow? We'll call yeah. a meeting. I was gonna say, yeah, why, don't, why don't we? Why don't we let cooler heads prevail? Yeah, Let's go, go home, home, take ice up, take a nap, sleep through the night, Rewatch and then tomorrow, where we still might be angry and have some feelings, but we're calm. We're cooler heads. Let's what have a mean? meeting with everybody and let's talk instead, this shit through. Let's bite each other and throw yeah, chairs. Instead, and- no, I'm gonna throw a friggin' steel chair at your eyeball. Ace, you bite that motherfucker, and then this is what we're you know that's that's what happened. That's what happened in a professional environment with people that are older than me. These people are older than me. And luckily, come on, man. I had heard the rumor that Hangman had left the building already. I'm interested to see what Husky in the house. Husky, you are damn right. I mean, I, I can nap. I love me some naps. I love me some. Naps. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, and it's and again, and I'm talking at a you know from a place I'm not perfect, 
I've been in arguments. I've been pissed off by things that people have said. I've not handled myself in the best light at times. Of course, we all but, have our moments. But mm-hmm. and when it comes to we they we always forget like this is a work setting, so it becomes yeah. it becomes it's not just a two wrestlers you had to pull apart like Eddie and Sammy. It's management. It's companies. It's is there Punk can say there's no guidelines in place for this. There's no. Like they have to have all this shit in writing. Yeah, where's human resources here? Yeah, human resources. He can sue. Hey, I did do the. You know, where's my where's my employee handbook? Where where where's the handbook that says, hey, what can I do when upper management gets into a fight, a physical altercation with me? Right, and that's and that's where I think we forget. And Punk said at the end of his the scrum, like we're all human beings. Yeah, they're all human beings that work at a job. Like wrestling yeah, is cool, like, uh, but it's a job. I'm jumping to extreme conclusions, but is it really like? Would you be shocked if Punk leaves that he doesn't sue AEW if he wanted to? You know what I mean? Obviously, we would need to know all the information. But I... if he's like, "Hey, are these pre- vice presidents of this company physically assaulted me." The only reason I think he would sue is because he needs to earn back some of that Scott Colton money. But he wasn't yeah, he, can, he can sue because he didn't get the uh the employee handbook to me that's well, where it's that that's where all this stemmed from was he like if you think about wanted, it at your shoot job if i go yeah. to work tomorrow and i'm a manager and my employee pops off at me but i punch the employee for getting yeah. in my face and popping off me i'm in trouble too like you're, I'm fired. if you're if you fit you're losing your job you're losing your job i've been in, i i am in management in positions i've been in places where i was right in what i said but i didn't handle it in the right way i didn't take it to the office and those employees are like you know if you don't handle it in the right yeah you gotta be professional about it this protocol and i get it i get it your manhood was tested you're fired up he just eviscerated you in front of millions of people because i guess millions of people have seen this by now it's everywhere but you're an evp yeah vice president not i'm just you know the top wrestler in the company. No, you're an executive who has all of these people. Theoretically, I know people are throwing around that the EVP title is a joke and it's a sham. Whatever it may be, it's still the title. It's still there. It's still yeah. in the management card, whether it's a joke or not. So Tony, I think he realized tonight that night, like, all right, I got to reevaluate this and I got to figure. You got to throw out. the and hammer I- down. You got you got to understand that like people need to take you seriously and i don't think people are i don't i don't think people look at tony khan as if cm punk was sitting at that table and that was vince mcmahon cm punk ain't talking like that mm-hmm. he's not and he uh, he's not he's not and i just feel like a lot of at least cm punk but a lot of wrestlers i don't know if they look at tony khan as and again i don't want them to look at him as vince like you know what i mean yeah. but like it's an authoritative. Yes. Figure. Does everybody? I don't. Does every wrestler behind Tony? Do they look at him as their buddy? Do they look at him as their buddy, or this do they look at him as question. hey, this is the guy who runs this company? Does he look at everybody like their buddies? I think that's part of the problem too. Because is because of the way he it, treats his wrestlers, and they he, think you cool, see them yeah. hugging everybody. And again, I they, that excitement, kind of corny bullshit that he does, is part of his charm to me. That's part of why I like him. You know. For all his faults, and there are plenty. There are plenty. And Husky, I would hope they would have cameras back there. I I'm saw the sure comment pop up, but I it's don't like know. It, it's I don't like know. in the uh, it's like when Moneyball. Remember the movie Moneyball and the yeah. scene where Jonah Hill's on the plane, yeah. And David Justice goes, "Why doesn't Why doesn't he travel with the team?" 
and he goes because he just likes to keep that distance from you guys and he's yeah. like what casey has to fire us and joe's like yeah, yeah. you yeah. gotta figure out a way to like distance yourself from your workers in a way that you're not like you can still be friendly like everybody loves triple h right but i bet you at the end of the day everybody knows okay the if buck i do stops something wrong, trips, if you know? wrong he's gonna send me in the office and he's gonna let me hey hey buddy you know what the I mean? Pro- the problem is, is that everything was all hunky-dory fun and games because they were killing it. They were on the rise. They were about to take down the giant. And then, like I said, I said this on Tuesday with Carl. I just watched this And One mixtape documentary the other oh, day. Oh, yes. I, I've seen the I previous. love And One. Yeah. And it was one of the scenes is one of the founders of And One said, we turned on the TV one day because Nike, Nike couldn't get into the street ball game. They couldn't figure it out. And One had it like on a chokehold. Yeah, and then one day Nike threw like a bunch of money and one thirty-second street ball ad, and he goes, "They undid everything that we did in five years. They did it in thirty seconds, and that's when we started. And that's what happened. Like WWE goes, I know it was some you know unsavory stuff, and Vince is out, and it was saw yeah. you know happen services. But now that Vince is out, and Triple H is like, it's time. I'm taking over. This is what we're doing, and you've seen it. WWE is getting back to where they were." And all of a sudden, it's like, uh-oh. It's, uh oh, all the yeah. problems. And now you got disgruntled employees who are probably like, "Shit, I shouldn't have left." You know, there's a lot of things. I mean, going yeah, on and we're gonna dive into it because there's also the rumor that you know one of those employees got their got their release. No release, yeah. Yeah. So again, I do want to. You know, we've been talking about this for an hour, so we can. I think it's we'll end it here. Pretty big deal. It is. It's a huge story. It deserves an hour. I got one hour. more cupcake if you Yeah, need. I know. I plug. I was like, I just got to eat a cupcake at the beginning of the show. That's all I really wanted. Um, just remember, we're all, uh-oh, here we're we all human beings here. Hey, Husky, thank you so much for the sub, my Bye, friend. Glad you're here. You. Glad you're enjoying the show. We're here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. And trust me, me and Plug will be running down the list of all the other things here at Love Wrestling at the we end of the bunch. show as well. Because we got a bunch. Um, but thank you for the sub. We appreciate the support. I love how he also kind of gave a spin drift. Those are those are seltzers, by the way. They're yes, spend, I do know. They're that. classy seltzers, but yeah. they're I don't buy them because they're not they're out of my price range. But he was I was like Tony's like, can I have one? And he's like, sure, Tony. And he goes, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> See, I'm yeah. a nice guy. Yeah. I just yeah. laid waste to all of you stepping all over your dicks, but I'm a nice yeah. guy. Unbelievable. Um, anyway, WWE changed a lot in one. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. WWE. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that WWE? We, if you talk, go back to when AEW formed three years ago, or three and a half, almost four years ago now. Who would have thought that right now, in this moment, we would have the thoughts that we have about WWE, where we're like, "Oh my God, man, WWE is just—it's becoming so good again," and like things are great, not perfect by any means, but like things are good. People are coming back. There's all this stuff going on. Feeling good about WWE. And we're looking at AEW, which was the feel-good story of the last decade when it first happened. Like, holy crap, this other company's coming. We like these guys. It's going to be dope. And now it's like, holy shit, this company is literally falling apart at the seams. But even it's on the fire. seams. Even it's to on speak fire. on that, Tony Khan later on after Punk, if you stuck around, he did mention, he's like, I'm sick of the WWE. You know, they, they kind of try to counter program type stuff. Yeah. He said, I'm coming at this with money. I've got money. I'm not done fighting. Yeah. I, think now I know how was, Crockett feels. I know how Crockett feels, but I've got more money than Crockett. So like he's, he's in this thing. Like I said, at the end of the day, we can't look at if they're going to produce, if we want, 
it's yeah. all Tony Khan's money in the pot here. There's no the Bucks didn't throw in tens of millions of dollars. Omega didn't throw in tens yeah. of millions of dollars. Tony Khan backed this whole damn thing. And if he wants to make any money or keep his investment at a solid whatever and keep this company worth something, like he's gonna have to shut this down. And uh Kool-Aid guy saying Tony Khan should have just gave the title to MJF. I said that um, on Twitter. I, said I don't that know. I, I don't like the idea of just handing the title over. No, no, not because of but, that. What I thought what, before everything even went down, and I know I do want to talk about the wrestling, the all-out stuff. But uh, when he won the chip, I was like, you know what? I know this is not the rule of the chip, but they should let this guy cash in the chip at the end of the night, and he should leave tonight, being champion. And now, knowing that everything that happened afterwards, they yeah, should have. Yeah, they should have. Um, and I agree with I feels. I agree with Kool Aid man. He doesn't really know how Crockett feels. Reverse but, the card was pulled up. Reverse yeah, the reverse card was pulled to yeah. the light. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's just and that's, it's what just saying, crazy. and that's what we've always said. We've said this since we've started this program. You and I, and we've said you know people. It was an easy, it was easy low hanging fruit to dump on WWE. But we said the second they figure it out, boom. They're going to be where they need to go. We want them to be better. Competition is good. They're there. They're back. They're they're not back fully. I think there's still some stuff they need to work on. Oh, of course. But, yeah, yeah. They're not. Like but I they're said, not showing. Perfect, but they're showing that they're. It's they're showing that as a wrestling fan, if we watch the show, we're gonna get and rewarded and we're show. gonna enjoy the. Uh, we're gonna enjoy it and we're gonna get rewarded. The storylines have depth now and like. There's fulfillment. There's callbacks to things that I've seen with my eyes when watching WWE. Like they're just they're getting there. And Triple H has built a reputation with wrestling fans that we believe in that guy because of NXT Black and Gold and how good NXT was. It was the best wrestling product you could watch on television for a long, long time. NXT Black and Gold. And, and Triple H was the guy that did it. He mm. has that built-in trust with a lot of us that we just are feeling positive about WWE oh, he's saying traded for the chip. Don't even have a match. Triple H for Prez, man. Maybe who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe it'll be Prez him running Kool-Aid. against the rock at one point. Imagine. No, good you Lord. Set your lineup. Kool-Aid man. Fans yeah, I know. Mine is set. I'm ready. That I, um, they, they already started. They're going right. I now. will say this too. If anything has come out of this weekend that stuck out to me, it is, how incredibly hard it is to stay at the top of this business. So I know it's easy to shit on the WWE, but whether they were bad or good, they're always, it, they've maintained it. There's a sense of, you know, hierarchy there. Granted, yep. it was, he said, auto set. Auto set. Hey, whatever works for Whatever you, you got to do, bro. But yeah, I think we're at the top of the hour. So I think what we're going to do here. Is we're going to run our ads. We've got a we got an ad for Manscaped. And then as soon as we get back, we're going to continue this conversation, dive into the weekend that was in the comments, drop your best matches. Oh, and by the way, LPW7's Gigi Ray stopped by. She did. She did. talked to me for a few minutes, gave me some insight on something that our boss hates and told us he didn't want to see on the show. And he, she kind of told me what to do and how to get it. So is that, is that code word for telling me to run that now? Or? No, we're gonna run. It? We're gonna run the manscape okay. tab. We're gonna let everyone in the well, chat get your match of the weekend. Oh yeah, we're gonna ready. we're gonna dive into the rest Drop of the weekend. Drop that in the comments. And we're, we're gonna be gonna talking talk about, about some it. stuff. Uh, before we before we run this manscape ad, I do want to yes. give a shout out to the gentleman in this manscape ad who got married recently. Yes, sir. Well, best friend, a friend best of the show, friend of Love Wrestling. 
uh, the wordsmith. We love him. Uh, Plugo just, that's his emo emote there. That gentleman right there. He just got married recently, so that's we want to say congratulations man. to him and his lovely wife. All I kept thinking that whole time was, it should have been me. <laughs> so we wanted to say uh, congrats to him, and hopefully they're having a fine honeymoon and enjoying the married life uh, as we speak. So great. here is our buddy, the wordsmith, telling you a little bit about our sponsor, Manscaped. Well, let me tell you something, everyone. If you go over to manscaped.com, right this moment in time, right now, you, you can save 20, 20% off of your next purchase at manscaped.com. But how am I going to save 20% I hear you ask? Well, let the wordsmith tell you, because if you enter promo code love wrestling that's right love wrestling you can see it down here you can see it scrolling across the screen enter promo code love wrestling and save 20 percent off of anything you find on that website and also you'll get free shipping how crazy is that 20 percent off Thank you because, like the headline says at manscaped.com, we save balls. And it's just too sweet. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping. You can see it running below here uh, with the promo code love wrestling. So go over there. They're a fantastic group, fantastic products. So, and again, congratulations as some of our fans in the chat have said, uh, congratulations to uh, the wordsmith and his wife on their lovely marriage. All right, Alex. Yes. I love you. I, I want to say thank you for allowing me the time on here. All right. This is the most, Airtime I've had in a while. Okay, you're welcome. Now get the fuck off my screen. <laughs> God save the queen and Omega save Larry. Get out of here. All right, thank you. Oh, Alex, you know. Listen. Anyway, he's lucky we allowed that. Now, yeah, he no, he was all of our new fans I, in the you know, chat. I liked it. He got our handles wrong on Twitter. He did. He said out. Oh, he and it was a very nice tweet too. Like it was a very was, nice was promotional very, tweet. Nice. I was like, this is a good tweet. And then I was like, however, my handle is wrong. And Plugo's handle is wrong. So, so you know when you... you get off my Plugo. screen. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So, uh, hey, Alex. Cool. Hey, Alex. Yeah. Shush! <laughs> All right. Let's talk some wrestling. Right. Let's talk some wrestling. This weekend, there was a lot of it. This weekend, there was a lot. We're not that bad, are we? No, no. This weekend, there was a, a lot of it. I want to start with Clash at the Castle, because that was the first show of the weekend. 
we don't have to dive in depth or anything like that. But there were a few things that happened that I feel like we should discuss. One of them being dumb. Well, oh, Husky, we're talking about that. I'm saving that. I'm saving that one. That was my match of the weekend. Uh, nice too. Fantastic. Fantastic. Dominic um, Mysterio. Just, I'm going to start calling him Dominic Ripley. because. Oh, know, my God. Sense. Lucky man, if that's the case. Lucky, lucky man. So, okay, first and foremost, the, the six-woman tag to open the show uh, was very good. I love Bailey. I love the crowd still singing for her and remembering that. And I loved Bailey not allowing them, not wrestling because they were cheering her. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that was amazing. Like, she was just like, no, every time I'm in the ring, they're singing for me. So F you. Every time I get tagged, I'm tagging right back up. You're not, you're not, you're not doing this. Uh, Bailey's just the best. I thought her pinning Bianca Belair, it was very emphatic the way to go. Bailey should, in my opinion, be the one that takes the belt off of her at some point. Um, I thought it was a solid match. Yeah. I don't know if you have anything to add to it, but I thought it was solid, very well done. I thought they needed the win. They got the win. That was a good match. Um, I, I thought the right people won. I did want to see I did want to see one of Asuka or Alexa turn on Blit on Bella. It could happen down the line, though. Just it could because it's too chummy yeah. chummy for the top of the card. Yeah. But yeah, Rhea's the Tom. Tom is the same. Uh hundred percent. And he All loves right. it. You know what? Let's just go into order. Who cares? All right. So the next match. Was for the Intercontinental Championship. Well, if we go in order, we're going to need a couple more hours because there were no. like 37 matches. No, we're not hours. going to do this with every match. I just, there's five matches on this card. We can do it. We're fine. Um, <laughs> we got an hour. We're fine. Uh, as Husky said in the in the, in the the chat, uh, Gunther and Sheamus slapped. Ooh. Holy God, what a match this was. We had our pick show last week, and I said... That going into it, I said, I think this match has potential to be the best match of the weekend if they let them do what they let them do. And they did. And holy man, with that crowd and all of that, they like, yeah, big men, big meaty men slapping meat, stiff, brutal. They beat the crap out of each other. This was two big gentlemen. Oh my, they were swinging. It was real. It was laid in a lot of them. It was so good. It was my favorite match of the weekend. There was not a wrestling match that I enjoyed more the whole yeah. weekend than uh Gunther and Sheamus. And it, and it was it was sloppy at times, which is oh, fine. It should it's be a it's a heavyweight fight. Like it was like right. man. and Sheamus has just been on fire. He's next level right now. Like I would have I I would have I think I thought they were gonna. Moment, they, they was yeah. a small part of me, like as the match was going on and the crowd was clearly behind Sheamus. Uh, they were behind both guys, but they were clearly behind Imperium's back. That Imperium's was back, which was also excellent. They're keeping what is it? Uh, Vinci. What's his first name? Yeah, Giovanni. Giovanni, Giovanni Vinci. Vinci. Yeah, they're not gonna. Call but they him. brought Imperium back, which I love. That was a great group. Um, yeah, I, I everything about it. Everything about it was excellent. I want to see it again. Now let's have a rematch at WrestleMania and have Sheamus beat beat him for the title. That would be something, and that would crown Sheamus. It's the only it's the only thing that Sheamus has hasn't done in WWE is is win the Intercontinental Championship. He's won the Rumble, Money in the Bank, cashed it in, 
all stuff like that. Mm. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I thought the ovation that he got afterwards from that crowd was so deserving. It was awesome. It was emotional. It was so deserving. You could tell that it meant a lot to him. And I feel like that ovation that that crowd was giving him was an ovation that all of us should have been giving him because he's undervalued and he's kind of underappreciated. Not all his fault. Booking has things to do with that too. If they don't show you that we should care about people, then why the fuck are we going to care about people? <laughs> but man, it was that whole thing was great. I, I loved everything about it and I want to see it again. I loved Heck that yeah. match. Do it again. Do it five more times. I don't care. Yep. I loved it. Well, then we had Liv and Shayna, which I thought their placement on the card was unfortunate. It's going to be hard to follow <laughs> I think that every, match. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, it's going to be hard to follow that match. Uh, but I actually thought they had a pretty good match, and I thought it was a match that Liv needed. Even though I wanted Shayna Baszler to win, Shayna Baszler looked like a monster throughout. She looked like a viable threat. Uh, I don't she, think she's mid. I think the booking of her since she won the money in the bank was didn't her no favors. They ruined her at SummerSlam. But let me, let me ask you this. I think when this I, match helped. It helped. Let me ask you this because we are live stands on this, this show. Yeah, we We've like always live. rooted live, pro live. live, but in the WWE landscape, there is no TVS title for the women. Correct. If Liv was a male competitor, she would be in the IC title. That would probably yeah, she be would be a US IC champion. That would be her seal. Yes. But in women's wrestling, there's not another option to either win the main one or you're you're out, out of luck. Is she maybe he's right? She's just not because like I'm watching that match and it's just she doesn't it just didn't it was a good match. I didn't hate it, but it was a bad placement of the card. And she's shown in this entire run that when they throw curveballs at her from a fan's perspective or bad booking, she doesn't know how to adapt to it. And that's a main event player does like, yeah. So is it, is it possible that maybe like we love her and I think she's fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but like maybe this is just not a good spot for her to be in. Maybe. But there's nowhere I mean, else for her to go because they don't have, like I said, an yeah, and I think they that's, got I, I think, yeah, and I, uh, you know, you know what I mean. Like, I I'm think, not trying to be mean. No, no, of course not. You're being, <laughs> it's fine. But like you, when she won the Money in the Bank, the crowd was very happy. A lot of people were very happy. Oh yeah, I was happy when was she funny. cashed in the title. Even though she did it immediately, when she cashed in the title and won the title, a lot of people were happy. And then she had the match with Ronda, and everyone was like, "Wow, she's getting this moment with Ronda. Like that's pretty good." And the way that they made her look at SummerSlam, I still say. And again, I think the match that happened with Shayna helps. I think she needed it. She needed a good victory with no bullshit, and it yeah. made the SummerSlam just made her look really bad because she lost the match, and then Ronda attacked her after, and everyone's booing Ronda like Ronda's the jerk, and Ronda's like, "No, I won," and Ronda's right. Right. Ronda is right. <laughs> it's not the way that, that was supposed to happen. She's are we supposed to hate Ronda for being upset that she won the match and lost the match? Like, well, that doesn't make sense. Ronda was right. I think it did no favors. But I think I, just, I think your point is valid. Like, could you make a comparison that like is she Dolph Ziggler? I was just gonna say, like, yeah, she, like would she be the equivalent 
of like but Dolph Ziggler who will get to the main event picture win a couple but they're a, he's like a an upper mid card guy and he's I, a guy that I they'll mean, you know it's just the, the, her her story arc is she's a great baby face from underneath and they they fed Shayna to her which I think they did her a great I think they did Shayna a great disservice by making her look like a million dollars and then have her lose her first match. I think they did an even bigger disservice to live by not letting her hold that thing almost Carmella style for almost the briefcase a year and build yes. her up into a, she a, should a have incredible held it, yes. threat. Let her rack because she wasn't it wasn't like she was winning no. before she this. was the typical WWE. This was the day of or whatever, yeah, like this is what I'm picking. This is what we're doing. I would okay. have liked well, to see the story her coming out of it. Up. Nothing. She's going to cash in an hour from now. Nah, nah. Yeah, you know, like that. that that's what that was. It, you know, and they're not really doing anything with like theory right now, but at least he's holding on to it. So there's always. Well, I mean, this... theory was 100% the choice of Vince, and Daddy ain't here no more. <laughs> daddy, Daddy. Ain't but they, no but more. she needed to hold on to it for a little while. Let, let the Rhonda thing, because if you're going to keep Rhonda involved. Why not well, just keep yeah, her strong? Ronda is the one that's going to. Since when did we care that the title's not on TV? You didn't care before. Didn't and I agree with Hab Guy. She's a good underdog story, but it kind of plateaus there since she's become champ. You've lost it, and I think that's what it is. Like I don't, I don't think it's because <laughs> of Liv Morgan. I just think she's a yeah. The money is in the chase for her, and now she's there, and there's just it's just been kind of flat. She's been kind of flat. Uh, but let's see. You know, let's see. I mean, if I, tr you know, again, we're talking about Triple H. Triple H is knows how to book women's wrestling well. So let's see. But I think all in all, um, Ronda's the one that's taking the belt off Liv. And that that's going to happen at some point whenever they decide to do Charlotte it. Charlotte so, will come back. They'll run that back. Yeah. And then Mania next year will be the man, Becky Lynch, against Ronda. Like, that's what they're going to do for the title. That, that's what's going to happen. So however they get there is however they get there. But I just foresee Ronda being the one that takes it off. But anyway, after that, we had the tag match. It was Edge and Rey Mysterio with Dom at ringside versus the Judgment Day, Finn Balor, and Damian Priest with Rhea Ripley at ringside. I thought this match was very good. I thought it was a fun. Edge wearing the mask was ridiculous. Was I, hilarious. I laughed my ass off. I was like, what is he doing? Ridiculous. <laughs> It was absurd but how he looked in that mask. This poor nuts, man. <laughs> booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The way he looked in that mask was hysterical to me. But anyway, uh, I thought it was Ray a good match. Booyaka. Yeah, dude, that was... Yeah, Rhonda said on stream she doesn't mind doing stories. With and she shouldn't. She shouldn't. Yeah, you can't. I mean, it's Ronda Rousey. I know she's marquee. She's the name. She's the main event. But, like, again, like, you don't have... If you're a level of Ronda Rousey, you don't need titles involved all the time. I think... I don't even know that again. I think that that was Vince stuff. That was a Vince booking decision yep. when she won it, when she came back at the rumble, she didn't need to win the rumble to ask for a title shot. She's round to Rousey. You know, she just needs yep, to demand it. Um, yeah. That's just Vince being Vince. And I think they had to figure out the way to get out of it. And now they're kind of like, well, we don't really have anything else. Cause Charlotte's out. Becky's out. Mm -hmm. You know, Sasha's gone. Naomi's gone. We've got to figure out how to get Build up this women's division, and they started with Shayna, but I don't. I think they fed Shayna to live too soon because now Shayna's like, all right, well, you're this killer. Well, again, I think you I, just I, lost. I'm, I'm hoping that Shayna somehow. I want Shayna and Ronda to end up together. 
on screen. Like, I think that's the way they should that's go about that, move, but we'll yeah. see. Yeah. So we got, we get, we have the, yeah. So the tag match that happens. I thought it was a fun tag match. Um, it was good. I love the six one nine into the spear combo to get the victory for edge and Ray. That's really what happened booyah. afterwards. It was the <laughs> juice, the juice here. I've been saying it. We all have, as Joel Pearl said, it was the 257th time since March that all of us were like, come on, Dom, hit your father, beat the crap out of Ray, do it. <laughs> I was waiting. I thought he was going to turn multiple times already, but he hadn't. But Dom gets in the ring. They're celebrating. And Dom is like kind of off to the side, but he's clapping. He pulls and he's kinda, his best Justin he's, Tucker. Yeah, he's kind of like, all right. And he goes over and he kicks Edge right in the dick. Oh, <laughs> tremendous. Tremendous. Right in the right, right in the balls. And uh manscaped.com. Love wrestling. Promo code 20% off. Right in the balls, he kicks him. Unbelievable. And then he looks at him, and that little look, like Edge drops to his knees, and like we'll <laughs> pretend Dom's here, and he just goes. And he just did like this little look as he's falling. <laughs> it was incredible. Fell. And then Ray is like, Dom, no. Oh. And he's doing like, please, Dick Kick City, bro. Dick Kick City. I love that. <laughs> See, that. Dick Kick City. Uh, and then, you know, he's looking. Ray's like, no. And Dom, he clotheslined Ray. He had been holding that clothesline. In he 20, looked like he wasn't going to turn on 20, Ray. Like yes, exactly. Game. He looked like he was up. And then he, he walloped Ray Mysterio. Oh, unbelievable. Like he... Like you could tell he, that, he was thinking like, about a, a day that Ray yelled at him when he was six, and he was like, "I'm fucking murdering this guy right here with this clothesline." Remember when you he was like, "Remember that him? time you didn't give me the candy bar at the grocery store? You piece yeah. of shit!" Oh yeah, oh, I'm killing you. Mysterio Christmas is gonna be wild. Oh, it, Mysterio Christmas. Do you remember that segment they did on Raw a couple months ago where yeah. Ray was there with all his family and his. He his family in that room watched Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest just waltz in there and just basically abduct Ray. And there were nine people in there, women and men, and they just stood there. I'm like, if that was me, and someone just came into a room and tried to take one of my cousins, we're fighting to the death. We're fighting to the death. That's what they just stood there. They're like, oh, Ray, he just got taken by these two people, getting the shit beat out of him outside the hall. Well, my, I I, this is all I want. This is all I want. I want the WWE. They need to film a segment again where, like, oh. the Mysterios are celebrating Christmas and just sleeveless, like, cut-off shirt Dom walks Tremendous. in with Rhea under his arm smoking a cigarette. And he's like, sup, Mom? Oh, <laughs> like, I want so that good. so bad. And then she's, it. like, at the dinner table. Yeah. And they're just sitting there just like making out just being just completely obnoxious and her mom and she's just like and then you had that one you had that wonderful it'll become a gift for the rest of time but you had the judgment day just pointing and laughing (laughs) just pointing and hysterically laughing the only issue i've got with it is like dom bro they beat the crap out of you for months and you were just like all right he fell in love that's how they have to play it he fell in love i know they won't go that made him see that he wants to be with with I mean, Mrs. Pluggo smacks me around once in a while. You guys, hey, you got it, yeah. You know, she's, to each their she, own. She says they're love taps. I say it's abuse, yeah. but hey, whatever. Yeah, I get you know. I get slapped <laughs> on the head sometimes, and you know it is yeah, what it is. Know. What are you going to do? But um, bruh, 
I'm telling you. Justice yeah. for Pluggo, Alex. It was incredible. What a moment. <laughs> but the way they shot but the way they shot it and the way that they did it at Castle, you didn't know that he was joining Judgment Day because it happened after the match. Yeah, because like happened. he just he ripped his shirt off and like walked yeah, up to that long ass yeah. eye. And that was the thing too. It was such a long ass walk because those eyeways were huge. I was like, yeah. just cut you just cut away for a minute. Just cut away because he just yeah. he didn't he didn't know what to do. Yeah, and even his like look back was kind of like, am I supposed to be menacing? Like he's got some work to do. But then he oh, well, yeah, he's young. young. But I think he needed this. Oh, he yeah. needed this, he needed and I'm excited something. to see. And as you saw, he came on on Monday. Rio was like, I took your boy and I turned him into a man. And I was like, oh shit, all right, here we go. <laughs> and he came out, and he's got the all black. He's got the old Eddie Guerrero evil mullet. Oh. All of a sudden, he's that, that that meme where it's like, tonight will be the night that I will fall for you. Look very, look very emo, Don. Yes. Yes. He's like, it's what's wonderful. up? It's wonderful. Oh, I love everything. Yeah. It's one of my favorite storylines I got going on in WWE. I love everything about it. I love everything about it. Oh, boy. And then Before we have. Before we keep going, I will say after this program, please stay tuned to this very channel. Major Love Wrestling is going down. As soon as we're off the air, that is true. they've got all of your news regarding MLW. Papa Smokes, Bobby Munson, absolutely kill it. So please yeah. stay here after. Throwback, thank you. I appreciate that. I am not the king of MLB show, but I appreciate that. I try my best. Dang That's it. why you won't play I me. I try my Got best. God save the queen. RIP to the queen. Passed away earlier today. It's a big deal. I know some people are super duper into that type of stuff. Uh, she's been the queen my whole life. Been it since like 1952 or some crazy stuff. Yeah. Wild. 96 not, years 96. old though she lived a good life god bless her yeah i love uh, that yeah. I, I see a bunch of like people on like social medias and i can't believe you're posting this crap going what happened to her what happened to her she's 96 she's 96 what do you think happened to her guys like when you get to be that age if you hear news about someone there's only a few things it could be yeah she's 96. you know it is it's what it is, it is. Uh, uh r.i.p um all right then we tonight have, will be the night that I. I'm gonna just start doing that all the time. You should. You should make a video of Dom with that involved. I, I would like I, to see what that would be. Um, right. We then have <laughs> Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle against Seth Rollins, yeah. which I mean, this was Seth freaking as, Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. So I'm sorry, but yeah, it's it Matt Riddle right. again. Um, this match was excellent as well. I thought this was as you expect with these two. These guys are world class performers. Uh, Seth got the victory as I think he needed the victory a little bit more. Riddle, you can Riddle will he's fine. Um I I love this match. I thought it was good. I thought Riddle looked like a million bucks in defeat. Uh mm -hmm. you can make an argument. Like it's two different types of matches, but this match was very, very good. I still got Gunther and Sheamus as the match of the night of this event for me, but it was really good. Um what is this? Think of this way. This generation might end up saying, it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Faces of Foley. Um, I just, I, I'm of the belief that like, I don't know. It's weird. I, I just never, I'm not one yeah, of those Husky's people. Yeah, Husky's not wrong. Like, no, and I, wrong. again, this is why I think Seth needed it is because Seth has been doing the best work of his career, I think, from a character standpoint, easily. He's, in my opinion, the most entertaining person on the roster. Uh, with his character work, but every big match that he's been in, he's lost. Everyone for like a while now. So it was good to see him get a win. I think he needs to head up again soon near the title picture once they figure out what they're going to do with those titles. 
Um, I'm just surprised that like Seth Rollins, or I'm sorry, Matt Riddle doesn't go and you know going for himself there at a media scrum and eviscerate the world for the things Seth Rollins yeah. said. You, you know? know, it's probably because Matt Riddle is a professional. All right, <laughs> but uh, you know, it is what it is. And then we had the main event of the evening. It was the Tribal Chief. The WWE World Heavyweight Undisputed Uncontentional Heavyweight 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 Undisputed Championship. That's what they call it, right? Now is that what it is? Yes. Something like exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. X division title. Yeah, something something weird like that. Uh we had Roman Reigns retain, which I thought they were gonna give it to Drew. I was leaning <laughs> Drew. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That that match had more 2.95 counts than I had ever seen in my entire and life. Husky, I was, yeah. Like, how does how does Charles Roman Reigns is like one of the miss. kings of the 2.9. Husky, that Broken Dream stuff with Drew McIntyre was awesome. I loved it. I loved it. The callback and Broken Dreams. The crowd loved it too. Um, we haven't covered that one. Uh, that wasn't the weekend of the uh, the match of the weekend for me. It was also a very good one. Um, but Walter and uh, Walter Gunther and Sheamus for Gunther. me was Walter's the best wrestling fine. match of the week. Yeah, Walter's fine. Uh, but Roman Reigns retained. I thought they were going to give it to Drew McIntyre. We saw Austin Theory try to cash in, but he got punched in got the face. My hell by out. Yeah, by Tyson Fury. Um, but yeah, I thought this was another really good match with uh, these two gentlemen. I thought Drew was going to take it. I, I thought Drew was going to take it. Super on board with for the next ten months. Theory just coming out. Getting and, and just getting something happens and he just yeah. doesn't do it. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm here for it. Like when they did it with Brock and Roman, I was like, Yeah, all right. And then he gets yeah. knocked up by Fury. I was like, All yeah. right, like let's see what else we can do. That would be fun. That he would gets be fun. tripped up, slips on some popcorn or banana peel or something. Let's do it. Yeah, that would be fun. And yeah, uh, I thought I'll... for sure this was going to be Drew's moment because, like, me too. The crowd was super behind says, him, obviously. This says to me that they've got Cody sooner than later, or they've got Doesn't something it? else in the dust. I mean, what because about the Rock? You don't put the, you don't, I agree. You I don't agree. do that. Even but... Hunter wouldn't do that because why would you do that? It gives you this illusion that the Rock's going to win the world. We know he's not carrying that thing. We know that the young Rock, aka future president of the United States of America, ain't got time to be a champion and run run these belts. We know he's going to lose. Yeah. So, no. All right. Roman I'm, I'm Rock, with you. Don't I don't want it. the title near that program, but, you know, crazier things have happened. Um, but all in all, I thought Clash at the Castle was, I thought that crowd was fantastic. I love the way that, that it looked. I love the lighting. If you have a hot crowd, show the hot crowd. You know what I mean? Like, show them. Let me see them flipping out. That makes my viewing experience better because most likely I'm flipping out on my couch and I want to see other people having the same reaction as me. Uh, I love I liked it. I hopefully it becomes a yearly thing. Big shows in other parts of the world are a good thing. Those fans that will be hot shows? and will be... Yeah, and will be jacked up because they don't get well, to see them. And that's true. A, not all fairy tale endings come true. Point. I just thought the momentum heading into it. I was like, now's the time. Roman doesn't need the titles. Yeah, and take them off. Give it a Drew. Let it was that a great. Moment. It was. It was nice to see Roman by himself. And yes. it took me. It took me like as soon as I was like, "Where's everyone else at?" I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. The Usos cannot leave the states." Correct. And I was like. That makes sense. So what are they going to do? And then here comes Solo Sokoa. We saw the third or so. Like, All right. I, I like Solo Sokoa. I do too, and I'm glad that he's part of it now. He's just right in there. He's part of the bloodline, as he should be. He is the younger brother of the Usos. He looks exactly like them. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, they do. Yeah, but you, if you can't, you can't send one without the other. They're the tag champs. They need to be there. Um, yeah. But all in all, I thought Clash at the Castle was very good. Um, Where was Heyman? I don't know. Because he was, he's maybe a part he was. Of the no, promotion. he's been, he's been out though. He was no, he was on the promotion for Extreme Rules, which yeah. makes me think he's gonna come back soon, like within the next couple weeks here, maybe even maybe even tomorrow. Um, but he had been selling the F5 through the table oh, at SummerSlam. Okay, okay. Because um, I was like, that was also weird. Because I would have been, that crowd would have been ate up Heyman being there. Oh, yeah. Have guy, if you can get around to it at some point, try to watch it. I thoroughly thought, I thoroughly yeah, I, mean, I thought the whole show was he, good. Solo didn't do a ton of stuff to get no. involved. He did enough, basically, to like skirt the victory for Roman. Yeah. So still yeah. selling announced table spots. I would be. I mean, yeah, dude, if F5 could, through there too, bro. If like I got that's... F5 just, you know, on a on a stack of feathers, I'd be like hurt for like a month. Oh my god, dude. That'd yeah. Be brutal. I wouldn't be, be able brutal. to do this show. I'd be like I, I'm tired, I'm old, I'm hurt, and I work uh, with we then had children. the next day. <laughs> the next day, um did you watch Worlds Collide? I watched some of it. Did you watch I... Hayes and Ricochet? I, I like did watch Hayes and Ricochet. Well, don't get me wrong, I like the tag match too, just because I love the Creed brothers. Um, even though they didn't win, I, I just love the Creed brothers. But I went um, on a date, remember? What? Oh yeah, you had date night. And you, you were like, night on you're, like you're like you work at a wrestling company, and you're out here having a date. I was oh, like, bro, maybe that's why you're married so and I'm not. Watched, maybe that's why watched, I'm married and you're not. But I was like. Uh, you went on a date Sunday night during All Out. You're like, yeah, dude. the wife wanted to go on a date. I'm like, dude, that's doesn't why she the know there's like weekend... six Sundays a year that that's you shouldn't be going on dates? That's why the All Out weekend was wild for me. I started watching All Out when we got <laughs> home. I caught up. But I'm watching All Out on a phone and media scrumming on YouTube. And yeah. I was like, what happened? Yeah. Like, Have anyway, says, I, th so I thought it could have been better if, say, Sammy went to help Roman, but Solo came out to stop him inadvertently costing Roman. You get the title off Roman and you get a wedge starting for the bloodline, bring in the rock to help set things straight. And you've got your story. I mean, yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Like what I personally thing. think is going to happen is Roman's going to be standing in the ring and he's going to go, I'm the head of the table. I've beaten everybody. There's nobody more important to my family's history than me. I am the head of the table. This is my family. I want to make things going here. And then we're just going to hear at one point, we're just going to hear if you some, and that's and it's it's going to be on. It's going to be on. The crowd's going to lose their shit as they should. I will, and we all will. And then, uh, that'll be that. That's what I think. Um, but worlds collide. And Hayes, fantastic, very good. Ruled. I would yep. love to see a best of seven of them. I did catch a good amount, if not most, of Mandy Rose. Yeah, that was a, that was a good match as well. Blair Davenport. I am super shocked that they went with Mandy Rose there. Really? Because I, only because I think Mandy and Toxic Attraction are main event ready. That's what main yeah, roster I would agree. ready. Main I roster ready. Yeah. You put them up. Acknowledge me. Exactly. You smell. Yeah. I do I mean, smell. It's going to be something like that. That's I acknowledge you, have guy, because I smell. In the <laughs> shower. That's gross. Oh, I get um, what he's saying because the rock steam is like. If you exactly. oh, I see yes. what you're. Oh, that's oh. what he's trying to say. Bobby, um, Bobby. I thought he said I smelled. I thought true. the I thought the main event was a very good main event. Tyler Bate and uh, Braun Breaker. Um, I expected Braun to win, obviously. Um, 
but I thought all in all, it was, and most of the things that I thought would happen would happen. They got the UK titles onto main roster NXT people because the UK is going bye bye and Europe is starting next year. And that's what happened. But all in all, I thought it was a very good wrestling show. So are they just going to do a world's collide to get them all back onto them? I don't know. No, they'll probably just really make new belts with the NXT Europe, even though those so NXT UK designs were pretty. They were pretty, pretty awesome. They were those were good. So, but that's titles. my thing. Like, what do you do now? Okay, that was oh, and that was the other thing I wanted to talk about. I couldn't stand the fact that Triple H is sitting up there talking about what an amazing weekend for you know UK wrestling. The same week you're shutting down your UK promotion, <laughs> like yeah, but what a great NXT week! Europe, your your UK wrestling is alive and well. Shutting but they're shutting down Europe. I get what they're doing. They're making, I mean, I'm sorry, they're making NXT Europe, so they're making it so, bigger. So, so do these, so do these UK titles now? Does Braun they're, and they're Mandy? Gone. No, they, they will. Be, I think they'll be gone. I, I didn't watch Tuesday though. Were they still there on Tuesday? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't watch, watch either. Um, I was, honest to God, I've been so enthralled with the CM Punk stuff that like everything else has just been kind of like, yeah, you gotta. I gotta know. I a turnbuckle talk with Carl. Yeah. Shout out to Carl on Tuesday. So I actually didn't watch NXT because I was on during NXT. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought all in all, Worlds Collide was nice. And then we had Sunday night. We had All Out. We talked extensively about everything that happened after All Out. Uh, but we can we can run through All Out. I thought, all in all, I thought it was a good show. There were some booking decisions that uh, I didn't understand. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, on the pre-show... We started off hot with that mixed tag match. Happened right at the beginning. beginning. Samer Guevara. Sorry, I can't speak. Samer Guevara. Uh, I missed that Samer Guevara, to be honest with you. Samer Guevara. Um, he got run over again. <laughs> he got run over. Ortiz run, ran, ran him over. If he's still in the company like five years from now, he's going to be like, all right, guys. What's Jeez. Your, what's your, what but it was, uh, it was Ty Mello and Samer Guevara. Uh, in a triple-A mixed tag championship match against Ruby Soho and Ortiz, which we saw just two nights prior on Rampage. We already saw this match, but it was kind of a – no. this was more of a no-holds-barred type situation. They were – it was a little brutal. Was, they started brawling, and uh, poor Ruby Soho broke her nose at the end of this. She took that uh, finishing move like that's – she kind of holds them and spins them over and hits the knee, the time mellow. And she connected, and she broke poor Ruby Soho's nose. You could see Ty knew immediately. She was like, oh, my God. Like, you could see her openly being like, are you okay? Like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Like, are you okay? <laughs> and, like, Ruby, you could tell Ruby was fucked up because she, like, didn't, like, lay down for a pin like you normally would. She was, like, up like this, like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, and Melo, yeah, like, wrong. had to, like, push her down. Like, hey, get your shoulders down. Like, sorry, but we got to end this match. Uh, that's rough. That's Poor rough. Um, she's had a she's had a rough run here. I agree. I agree. But you know, hopefully she's getting healthy and we can see her come back and she can, you know, get that moment that we're all waiting for her to get. Um, your boy Hook. This was, this was his hardest match to date. He definitely this was this was the match that he definitely took the most uh, physical I punishment. I can't do it today. No, I mean that's okay. That's all right. Yeah, that's all right. I feel like that's on par. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, Hook retained, um, but it was against Angelo Parker. 
And yeah, you know, like I said, this was Hook's one of his longest matches. I would yeah, say maybe even those. his longest. And yeah, he I does. liked it. I and liked he, it because he can't just run through yeah, everybody. Exactly. It's unrealistic, he, especially a guy his size. Like, no offense to him. Yeah, no, he's definitely in shape, but he's not the biggest guy. Like, he should be able, you, you know, there should be people that get the advantage on him from exactly, time to time. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, he definitely took the most beat, the biggest beating he's taken as a performer in the ring so far. Uh, Thank God for Action Bronson, bro. Well, I was going to say, Matt Menard got involved at the end, and Action Bronson, who obviously does Hook's theme song, he was ringside, and he got involved, and he got in the ring, and he helped to run off Parker and uh, My favorite Daddy part Magic. Of all of that was the Twitter sphere thinking that that was Bray Wyatt. Did they really? There was a few people that were like, is that Bray Wyatt? Everybody's like, no, that's Action these, Bronson. These friggin' people. <laughs> These friggin' people, Pluggo. Are you kidding me? I, I was like, the internet is alive and well. Man. The internet's undefeated. So if you ever say anything stupid on the internet, people, they'll tell you. Oh, 100%. Dude. 100%. Um, I never say stupid things on the internet. No? Never. Never? Never. That's fair. That's, that's not true. That's fair. We then had the AEW All-Atlantic Championship match. We had Pack defend against Kip Sabian. Um, I thought this match was a good a good comeback for Kip. You know you're going to get a good match with Pac. Um, yeah. I, mean, I wasn't. I didn't good. think it was spectacular or anything like that. I thought it was solid, but Pac got the win. I did like after the match how Kip Sabian was like yelling at the box, like he was talking to the box about how he was like, "You ruined this." Like we were supposed to be good and blah blah. blah. So I thought that was like. I didn't understand. That was weird to me. <laughs> yeah, but I think he's going to be a a weirdo. I think he's going to be like a multiple personality. Crazy super villain ish. Penelope yeah. Yeah. Good to see her last night on Dynamite, by the way. Penelope. Yes. I'm a big fan of Penelope. Um, then we had this main event of the pre show. Oh. Eddie Kingston versus Tomohiro Ishii. They, you could tell the day before, they maybe, maybe watched the uh, <laughs> watch Gunther, Walt and Gunther in a Sheamus match, and they were like, oh, yeah. okay. They're like, we're going to go ahead. That's where we're here. Okay. And they is that the bar? We're gonna set yeah, the bar. They were chopped. Eddie, can, you could see Ishii's blood vessels, <laughs> like near his pit, getting like popping, like because of how often they Eddie Kingston must have chopped that man fifty times in the chest, maybe more. That might be undershooting it. It was a lot. That was a brutal match, and it was also a very very good match. Uh, Eddie Kingston got the win, which was nice to see because like Seth Rollins, Eddie Kingston is a guy that doesn't get many big wins. Uh, so it was good to see him get a win. Um, but these guys beat the crap out of each other, Plugo. They beat the crap out of each other. It was bad. Uh, yeah. I, I, I wasn't expecting any like, technical high-flying whistle. Oh, me neither. Just, just brawl, baby. And I love it, and that's the way to do it. And Eddie Kingston put the title on him already, a title of some type. Well, they have one open. So actually, they have they yeah they have one open. So, uh, but I thought the pre-show was good. I like the format. I mean, the four matches on there, which leveled out the card to just eleven matches on the main card. Uh, and we're gonna run through them relatively quickly so we can get out of here on time. Uh, but the casino ladder match opened the show. It was Claudio Wheeler Yuta, Penta, Ray Phoenix, Dante Martin, Andrade El Idolo, Roosh, and the Joker. The match had its obvious high spots. It was very good. Uh, there were a couple points where Wheeler Yuta looked like he was going to pull off the victory. That would have been cool. Um, but then, really, the story is the Joker. So before, as the countdown's going on, 
we see a bunch of masked individuals come down to the ring. They take out basically everybody that's involved. And one of these masked individuals climbs the ladder and grabs the chip. And he takes off his mask to unveil that it was Stokely Hathaway that grabbed the chip. Then you see Ethan Page take off his mask. W. Morrissey, the former big cast. The ass boys were there. Lee Moriarty was there. So you see all these people that Stokely has been given his business cards to these last, you know, this last month or so. And then all of a sudden you see a video. And it's a gentleman dressed in all black and he has a mask on. like Kind of like a V for Vendetta-ish type mask. Um Yep, Ethan Page. Love Ethan Page. I wanted Ethan Page to be the Joker, to be honest with you. He was one of my picks to be the Joker. Um, I would have liked that a lot, but I did not dislike what we saw. We then hear the Rolling Stones song, Devil. Um, and we have this figure walk down to the ring. He grabs the chip from Stokely. He looks like he's going to take off his mask, and he doesn't. And he says, no, you guys got to wait for that. Sorry. And he leaves. And that was how that match ended. Uh, Plugo, what were your opinions when you saw the Joker? Obviously, not knowing what we will find out at the end. Right, of the show. I thought it was corny as hell. <laughs> Did you? You didnn't like it? You not weren't a huge knowing, fan. Not knowing if you're just looking at the, that was a choice. Like you, that whole lat. So the joke, the appeal of this casino battle royal Joker thing, not rep battle royal. This casino ladder match is like you could win the chip at any time. Yeah. So if you're the first guy first guy out you take your you down you could win it before the rest get out there they've yeah. never done that so then they do this so stoke just goes up there and again you don't know who the jokers is it's just some weird guy in a mask we all assume it's mjf yeah but it's not been spoken and it's this ragtag again stokes with this it, it's like a matt hardy thing with all these random pieces it doesn't make sense they pay it off at the end of the show of course and then you're like okay that makes sense that's brilliant great great work but if they yeah. didn't pay that off you're sitting there going what the hell was that yeah yeah they well, kept you, you just thinking. had all these he's kept you thinking but it also was like it just felt like the rest of it was just like we're setting up for this big match because the the joker we're just going to set up for the joker they need to start throwing this joker card out mid-match or they need to have one of these where somebody pulls it mid-match and the last four competitors don't get a shot. Something. Just something different. But yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, had they not paid it off at the end of the show, I would have thought, that's how you were going to do that? Yeah. But I'm glad they paid it off and it worked out and it made sense because it's MJF and he's freaking back. He's awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. I would have wanted Dante Martin to win though because I love Dante. Martin. Really, you were but rooting for Dante Ron? I always like, root for. I always root yeah. for Dante Martin. I really like. Uh, I really like Roosh. I like Roosh a lot. I think he's very good, uh, but that's besides the point. Um, but I like him a lot. Then I we then had the. Bray, I thought it was Bray. Yeah, the yeah. Bray Husky Wyatt. said he thought it was Bray Wyatt with the hand movements. Which, at first, I was like, once once you he walked out and you saw the stature of him and he kind of did a couple movements, especially walking back up and the he had ramp. had nice shoes on. Yeah, he had them nice shoes on. I was like, yeah, that's MJF. Sympathy for the Devil was the name of the song for uh, the Rolling Stones and stuff like that. So, right, and that made sense. We're running, we're the, running over. Yeah, but. Keep pushing. Oh, no, we're good. Uh, the Elite, Kenny Omega. Them. Oh, yeah. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, they won the trios titles versus the Dark Order. I thought this match was fantastic nope. knowing what we know now put it on a dark quarter i know careful it would have complained it's true it's true it's true 
Uh, yeah, n- knowing what we should have known now, they should have maybe put it on the dark order, but obviously it made sense for Omega and the Young Bucks to win. The moments with Hangman in there, especially with Kenny and Hangman, the crowd was jacked up, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. I thought it was the right choice for the first champions before everything occurred. Um, what, do, what were you thinking about this trios match? Oh, I mean, this was one of those, you knew it was going to be, you know, Bucks and Omega doing their thing, the elite. I didn't expect the Dark Order to win this at all. And then we find out Alex Reynolds also got hurt in that match. Yeah, so, unfortunate. Unfortunately. So that definitely even sling, you know, you just knew. The Bucks, yeah. Omega. That's why Tony Khan said I was waiting for Kenny to come back specifically for this moment. Mm-hmm. And it came. The match was fantastic. Things were looking up. And then, it, yeah, they're no longer champs. No, not anymore. <laughs> One cool. day. Yeah, but on Dynamite, like we saw, and again, we're not going to have time to go to Dynamite, but as Dynamite, as we saw, they they the first match was a great yeah, six-person tag. Death and Triangle Death Triangle rules. rules and I would have gave it to the best friends, though. I would have, too. That's where I was leaning. I was like, best friends, but either way, that was a fantastic match. It was so good. Um, but anyway, all out, we then had Jade Cargill defeat Athena. This match was very quick. But it was like a sprint. It started off hot and it kept going. I actually thought it was pretty good. Um, but again, this, you know, the women's matches need to be Athena. long. Yeah. I would have put it on Athena. I heard, I mean, SRS had reported that they're, they they were allotted more time. They just didn't use it. Yeah. Like the, Athena and Jade. So I don't yeah. know. But yeah, it was very quick. It was anticlimactic because it's like Jade it's time for her to do something different. I'm wondering what, and Athena, like if it's not Athena, then who, cause you ain't built anybody else up. It's true. It's true. But it was a, then, a solid match. Yeah. We then had the match. I really, this was the match I cared about the least, but it was Jay lethal and the motor city machine guns, which it was cool to see the motor city machine guns. Don't get me wrong. Uh, versus FTR in Wardlow. Um, FTR and Wardlow got the victory. I thought it was a cool moment. Uh, well, the, the other three came out and they were they made fun of the daughter's shirt there, uh, which I was kind of like, oh, you bastards, you bastards, not cool. And that is true. Pac is the first ever double champion yeah. in AEW history. I remember so us talking about question. that a while ago, thinking yep. it was going to be Wardlow. Yeah, but hey, it is Pac. So that is that's an answer for a trivia question for Pac-y the rest of time. Uh, but I think the real story of this match was FTR and Wardlow won. Wardlow yeah. did, did his powerbomb party. Um, he hit four on lethal for the win. But I think the match afterwards was Samoa Joe made his triumphant return. He came back. He attacked Satnam Singh. They threw Sanjay Dutt in the ring. And Finley Harwood, the daughter of Dax, came out. Uh, and she broke the pencil, which I thought was very cool, how she snapped the pencil in half. And then Dax punched uh, him in the mouth. And Finley put her foot on his chest and got the one, two, three. I thought that was a very cool moment. Um we move on. Powerhouse Hobbs. Samoa Joe came back at yes. the end of that match, too. Yeah. Don't forget. Well, I just said that. I said Samoa Joe came back. That was like the oh, – with everything that happened this weekend, that's like yeah. the mo- the 15th most important thing. So, I know. You know, but, uh, but Samoa yes. Joe came back, and you know we love us some Samoa Joe. Um, we then had Powerhouse Hobbs get a decisive yeah, victory. That was- over Ricky Starks, which was confusing to me. Not Don't I get me wrong. Nice. I have no problem with Powerhouse Hobbs getting big wins, getting pushed big up. Big beefy like, Joe. Yeah, yeah big buddy. beefy Joe. That's what they call me on the streets. Um, but, you know, <laughs> and that's true. It's true. And in the sheets. Yeah, that's what is true. Um, 
I have no problem with Powerhouse Hobbs getting a showcase here. He's great. I like him a lot. Uh, but this match, I thought all of us were kind of like, oh, this is the Ricky Starks going to get a big singles win, and he's going to the moon. But yeah. it did not go that way. He it was it was rather decisive. Like Hobbs well, dominated this match, basically. Yeah, and there's rumors that Hobbs is in for a big push, and Hobbs is awesome. So he I'm is. not I got no mad about that. it. It's just I just Ricky's thought Ricky right Starks there. is like, whoa, and man. See, this is you know? what like this is where I was like worried about Ricky. I was like, is Tony Khan going to see this vision long enough to give him his moment because he's ready? But he did not in this no. moment. So hopefully he gets it. Yep. We then had, in my opinion, curveball. Yes, Husky. I didn't agree. I it didn't, was a curveball. We both, we unanimously were like Ricky. No, no yep. disrespect to Haas. This is Ricky's moment, but they didn't yep. pull the trigger. We then got what I thought would be the the match of the night for me. It was the AEW World Tag Team Championship with Swerve in our glory, defending and retaining the AEW Tag Team Championships against the acclaimed. The acclaimed were super duper over the crowd. Yep. This the crowd might have been cheering for them more than they cheered for anybody the entire night. That crowd wanted them to win. They did not, but I think it was done in a way that it makes the crowd want that want to see them win more. It wasn't done in a hey, we're not giving you what you want type scenario. It just makes it bigger. And I think at Grand Slam, they've already announced the rematch. The acclaimed is going over at Grand Slam. I think that's what's happening there. Um, yeah. I thought this match was great. I agree with Husky. The acclaim should have won. I think it was Hab guy, or I believe it earlier that said um, they didn't like the acclaimed at first, but it's starting to win them over. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I want the acclaimed yeah, to be no, the champions, they, but this match. I love ruled. Swerve and I love Keith Lee and all that. And I I'm a big Swerve guy, but yeah, that at that moment, I think you pull that. You should have pulled that trigger there. Yep. Hundred percent, especially because you didn't pull the trigger in the four way with Hater, and she was super. Well, over. we're gonna talk about that now. Um, we had the four. We had the four way. It was Britt Baker, Hikaru Shida, Jamie Hayter, and Tony Storm. I thought this was a solid match as well. I thought all four of these women looked good. I would have given it to Jamie Hayter. The daddy ass era will soon begin. I would have given it to Jamie Hayter because uh, I thought that would have been a fun story. But they did not. They gave it to Tony Storm, which I'm not upset about. Yeah, I think she was fun. the she was the safest, most logical choice. Um, but I thought this match was good. I don't know if you have anything to add. I I would have I would have liked Jamie Hader to get it, but they yeah, built that tension. Had, like, they built that tension. Over. She had a coming out party. She was over by the, yeah. with the crowd too. And then, um, but they said they built the tension. They with built Brit. the tension between Brit and her it's during there. the match. So I think we're getting that story no matter what. I think, I think my, it just would have been cool if Hader was the champ. I think my issue was if you're waited this long on Tony anyway, what's a couple more weeks? Say at Arthur Ash. Yeah. Get yeah. there. Yeah. Let Jamie win it and just build some stuff with Brit for a little bit and have Brit cost her. Then you've got two, call me crazy, two juicy women's storylines yeah. going forward. But instead, they did the safe thing and now they only have one. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But the match itself was pretty good. It was all right. We then had Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And this match, I wanted to get your opinion. I know we're, we're cutting it short here, but uh, this match, and that the rumor came out that Christian's working He's through an injury. He's out already. That Christian's working through an injury. And if that is true and that's the case, then it makes sense. But Jeff Hawkins did allude to this last week on the Pick'em Show that Luchasaurus never really attacked Christian, never laid a finger on Christian. He never really, like, super-duper helped Jungle Boy. And he was like, I think that Christian's going to win thanks to Luchasaurus. And Christian didn't even have to wrestle thanks to Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus beat the crap out of Jungle Boy starting right from when he came out at the entrance and mm. threw him in the ring. And Christian 
That's hit a spear good. and he that hit the kill switch and it was night night real quick. Yeah, um, I know you're not a Christian that. guy, but I'm how'd that make you? That, I mean, yeah, the, the spear was course. very, it was a good spear. It was a of good Of course spear. I'm sitting there going, ah, there's Christian Cage figuring out a way to not do anything again. Yeah. For <laughs> but real. hey, uh, if you're going to do it that way, that's the way to do it. It was, it was fine. Now you've got, if Christian's out, you can move on. Jungle Boy came out and said, you know, I believe you were carrying me on your shoulders all these years, but I've been carrying your career on my back. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to get an awesome program from those two. I'm super interested to see how Luchasaurus fares on his own. Yep, I would agree. Yeah, but we'll see how that goes. Unless Christian's yep. going to work hurt. And I like, think I think Christian might just be be the, the, the manager. Yeah, I think so yeah. until he's good to go. Okay. Um, we then got what I thought was a very good match. This match exceeded my expectations. It was Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. I thought that, I mean, you expect that these guys are, I mean, come on. I thought Danielson People, was going to win. Should've I thought Danielson was going to win. This is another one of those decisions where I thought Danielson was going to win the way it played out. I get it. Uh, but I thought this was an easy Danielson win and it went the other way. They gave Jericho the victory. We're getting the rematch though, uh, yeah. due to the AEW tournament. And I expect Danielson, I think is going to win the match but i think it's going to be danielson and mox in the final that's just what i think but anyway regardless of that i thought this match was really good um i want to see it again so i'm glad we're getting it again but i thought danielson was going to win i thought danielson was going to win that's fair that's how i thought good match jericho still still got it man yeah he does right. these matches I, i'm always like he's gonna look terrible against the brian danielson nope Darby and Brian would be fun. I just I think Mox is winning the title again. I mean, I just think that's that's probably what they're gonna do. Um, but Darby and Brian would be a lot of fun. Um, we then had speaking of Darby, we then had the House of Black up up against Miro, Darby Island, and Sting. Um, I thought this match was fine. Um, Malachi Black got the pinfall, like he he took the pin. Um, Darby Allen pinned him, and then we found out. Uh, yesterday and all the melee and the craziness of this week that uh, he has been released. He's gotten his conditional release. So we'll see what the future is for Malachi Black. It's unfortunate, but you know, you got to take care of your mental health and got to take care of yourself sometimes. And he felt like that was what was best for him. I thought this was a typical six man or tag match involving Sting and Darby. I thought it was good. I would have liked House of Black to win, but I understand why Miro, Sting and Darby won. So anything to add for you? Sting gonna sting. <laughs> All right. And we don't have to dive too much into the no. world championship match. It was nice to see these two gentlemen have an actual match. I thought the match was good. I did not expect CM Punk to just win that way, like just clean. Like I was expecting some heelish stuff, but obviously everything that we got it afterwards, afterwards. It doesn't fucking matter. So uh <laughs> that we're talking about shit that doesn't matter because he's not even the champion anymore. Yeah, that's why nobody's like- the champion. It is what it is. I just felt like like we need to go through it. It's the wrestling of the weekend, but no offense to all out, but half the shit that happened doesn't doesn't matter. Very bizarre stuff doesn't matter. The trios didn't matter. The world title, but you know what does matter? Before we get out of here, what does matter is you sat down. I did. So yes, let's do this. So Gigi Ray came back. LPW seven. She wrestled Zoe Sager. I got an opportunity to talk to her about her upcoming match at LPW eight next month. That'll drop tomorrow, I believe, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, or this weekend, mm-hmm. the full interview. But she let me in a little inside information via 
she had something that we've had since day one here that we were told our boss doesn't like. He doesn't like True. fireworks. He doesn't like pyrotechnics. So I asked her, Gigi, you're the only wrestler on LPW that had pyro. How did you get it? And this is what she said. All right, friends, it's Plugo. I am here with Gigi Ray. And Gigi, the reason I have you on this random occasion here on Between Two Beards is because I noticed that LPW7, you had... For the first time, I believe ever, pyro techniques. And I know that my boss, Spencer Love, was very anti any firework or pyrotechnics on this particular program. How did you get him? How did you convince the boss to blow the budget, as we like to say, on some fireworks? Uh, I don't really know how that came about. I just remember I showed up and they said, we put some tape on the floor, stand right there in your entrance. I said, okay. And I stood there and there go the pyro. So. But I, I, I for it, but I mean, when you're bringing in like a money star like me, yeah, you get a little extra hmm. sometimes, I guess. Is that, is that what it is? I need to become a money star, money gang type yeah. stuff. Because like I said, yeah. he yells at me. I get in trouble when I light a couple sparklers here in my own, my own studio. And he's bringing <laughs> out the big guns for you, which more power to you. So if you could, next time you see Spencer, put a good word, say these between two beards, guys. They're good for the pyro. They too. need a little, a little something extra. They're yeah. part of the, they're part of the money say, team. I think it might have just been like you know an extra little gift to me for coming home. I've been away for like quite a while. Obviously, I think if I was living in Edmonton, because uh, I live in the states now, um, I probably wouldn't get that type of treatment, you know. But like it was a homecoming. It was my first time at LPW, so they treated me very, very well, which I was very, very fortunate and very grateful for them to do that for me. Well, whatever you're doing is working, and I appreciate you taking a little time out for us on Thursday nights here um, between two beards. We're going to get you out of here, but before we do, Gigi, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you and what you got coming up. Absolutely. Um, both on Instagram and Twitter, I am Gigi Wrestling. Um, coming up, we have LPW8 at the end of the month, September 30th. Um, after that, I will be back in Texas wrestling in Houston, Austin. Um, all those places. So yeah, if, if you just follow along with me on my Instagram and Twitter, you can see um, where I'll be wrestling coming up. Right on. Once again, appreciate you. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Yeah. So all we got to do is just show up now, I guess, with Pyro next week. We don't have to ask anymore. He just gives it away. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. Sparklers. I would have been having Pyro every damn week if I knew that was the case. That's right. I'm sitting here. I'm trying to run a business. Unbelievable. I'm trying to run a business. Don't do here. that. We don't have time for this. We have to get out of here. Thank you all so much for hanging on and hanging out with us. A lot of CM yeah, Punk BDP talk, a lot of wrestling talk. On their dicks. Just eat your fucking cupcake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm trying to be professional over here for the love I'm of God. I'm trying to listen. You're over here sprouting. Anyway, open. we need to get out of here. We have less than a minute before our boys, Bobby and Papa Smokes, give you the best MLW coverage you will find on these interwebs with Major Love Wrestling. Pluggo's making an absolute mess of himself over there. <laughs> Follow him at, at Pluggo underscore. Follow us at, at B2Beards on all social medias. Follow me at Joseph underscore Poolin Jr. Follow me at JPJ Loves Gaming on Twitch. Stay tuned right, on Love baby. Wrestling. Follow Major us here Love on Love Wrestling. wrestling. We got a lot back. of stuff going on. There's going to be a great show following up here in like 30 seconds or a couple minutes when they pop on. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Husky, thank you for the sub tonight. Hopefully we'll see you here every week. We're here every week at 8 p.m. on Thursdays. And until next week, 
for this cupcake eating fool over here. Stop by Mindy's for me. Post on Mondays and Tuesdays, baby. Peace out. Just